everybody. Welcome back to Mothership Connection, your favorite podcast's um, dinner apron. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening to the last episode I did. I don't uh, entirely... Oh, it was on Nappy Roots. Yeah, I did an episode on Nappy Roots. I hope you liked it. It's got 14 listens so far, so that's pretty good for a week. Um, about to listen today, babe. Uh, but thanks for listening. I always appreciate it. We're at 1924 listens for the or 1934 listens for the year so i need whatever that is um for all you math knots out there to get to 2000 for the year which is my goal so i really hope i hit that hit that 2000 mark i don't know why i have it in my head to like i want it to be 2000 by the end of the year <clears throat> um but yeah but i i truly do appreciate the uh, the support and everyone listening and all the uh, loyal listeners and all the new listeners and uh well-wishers and contemporaries and, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm a well-wisher, and where I don't wish you any specific harm. <laughs> um, yeah, but thanks for listening. I truly appreciate it. Rock the bottom of my heart. Um, fun fact, your heart doesn't have a bottom. Um, eh, eh. Yeah, but thanks for listening. I've said that about five times already, but I do appreciate it. Um, but today I'm going to do an episode on an actor I like. Um some people really like him, like me, or some people just don't get him, or some people just find him to be annoying. Um, and I understand both sides of the spectrum. I understand liking him, and I also understand finding him to be annoying, or repetitive, or redundant, or whatever the third word would be. Um, but yeah, but I'm going to do an episode today on Seth Rogen. Um, <laughs> I can't even do it. I don't know. That wasn't... I don't even know what I'm doing. Sorry. It's... I don't know. It's Friday night. Work was work was kind of weird. So. <laughs> so this might be a little bit of a uh, might be a little bit of a, uh, a wild card episode. Yeah, um, but yeah, let's get into it. Hey, you bye. Hello. Uh, you sound a little far away, but I can hear you. Yeah, but I gotta put in put in earbuds. Um, wired earbuds. Well, thanks for joining, Jermichael. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Jermichael Finley of the Green Bay Packers. I know. That's what I was thinking of. In all honesty, has it improved at all? I don't want to make this a struggle. I'm just. Uh, it's still just a little quiet, but I don't know. Yeah, no, that's my. I've got a new phone on order, and uh, because of global turmoil, it's taking forever. Global turmoil. hear me yeah that's a lot better okay yeah i'm on the um i'm on the uh, yeah corded ones right now and they are pretty nice what brand are they all tech uh, all tech no, no no they're just the normal apple ones that you got with like an apple phone for like the past however many years and um uh, like i've said before i don't really like stuff going deep in my ear canal these kind of sit a little bit on the outside have you heard about the ones that um, reverberate the sound through your jaw? No. Yeah. That sounds weird. Well, yeah, you wear them, and you wear them very similarly to, like, the old-fashioned headphones, except oh, I've seen a lot of people wearing them around the back of their head. Um, yeah. Like how weird people wear their sunglasses. You ever see that? How they, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's like a very, very Kenny Powers thing to do. Is that oh, – yeah. yeah, Kenny Powers. Um, but 
yeah and it sort of clamps onto either either jaw and it reverberates the sound into your inner ear that way and i've seen people like at work who have to wear like hearing protection they'll still wear those and not because if you're wearing like over the ear uh hearing protection i know this is for everybody who's listening like you have to turn up your earbuds to like an unsafe level so it's just not not really conducive but anyway so that's where i am with my earbuds yeah i just i I won't i won't wear like any kind of bluetooth ones or anything like that yeah i don't know before but it's just it's no good I don't like my Bluetooth ones because they're touch activated and you can like have like eight different commands just by touching them in like some different sequence. And all I want to, all I want to do is scratch my ear, not like fast (laughs) forward seven songs. So it's just like, let's leave well enough alone and just be cool with it that we have chords and whatever. So but yeah, and plus it's just it's just one of the one of the uh, it's either the left or the right ear just shoots like waves through your head, like it's not. It's not I mean, is, is the cord really that inconvenient? You know what I mean? You know what? I think if you can do if you can reach the top shelf for something in the kitchen with cords in, or you can do a pull up at the gym with a cord in. I don't think it should. That's there's the, that's the most difficult thing you're gonna have to do with a cord in. And if you can do that, you're set. Yeah, like if you're, I mean, I don't know. I think cords have come a long way that you don't have to really. It's not like the cords we had in middle school with our Walkmans and shit, or our anti-skip CD players, yeah. where it was like it was in the way. Like I think it's perfectly fine. Yeah. Like if they have the one like split at your neck and go yeah. out, you know. Yeah. Um, I just think the the Bluetooth the Bluetooth ones, it's just one more thing to lose, and it, one more the, thing to lose, and it's just not. I mean, it's one more wave going through your head you know i yeah People never I think about it but there's like you're getting fucking shocked all day by shit flying all through the air you know hey, you know what um i'd be i'd be interested to see if there was like a study to examine like cellular like cell markers on people that live in very highly populated densely populated areas and people that live in very rural, rural areas that have no, have very limited um, uh, access and, um, I guess, interference with those things, if you want to yeah. frame it that way. I mean, but the thing is, I don't know. Nobody's probably studying that because it doesn't fill some larger government narrative. Well, That's I'm not, sure there's a study, but I'm sure, I'm sure it's also suppressed. You not, know. Well, you know how stuff gets uh, funding for studies is by just like pandering to what's hot so i mean so for a long time you'll see trends in like university level studies that reflect i'm not going to call it activism but like what's what's a juicy topic that like universities are going to latch on to and donors are going to latch on to so i don't it's the donor class you know i hate the class i really do that's like um you know and i don't know anything I, i i mean politics like that like the ins and outs of it. And like, to tell you the truth, like I thought Kristen cinema was like a movie theater and like in Arizona and she just became an independent today. But like, I'm pretty sure she's like one of the most like corporate loyalist, like politicians there ever was. So this just means she's just going to continue to go with like where the money is. So that's, well, where my, all, that's where my all, all politicians, is. all politicians need to be. I don't even know. I'm trying to think of, of, of a non like, 
get me in trouble way of saying it. They all, they no. all, no, uh, no, well, how about they we do. Just... there's not, there's not a single good one out there. None of them. No, that's they're, all, very... they're all either controlled opposition or opposition or they're all bought and sold. It's ridiculous. It you is. You know, I, I like going to vote in uh, like very like low interest years and like seeing the same people there and sort of like bitching about like getting some judge off the bench <laughs> and it's like hey man who'd you vote for for the 12th district judge we're gonna get him out of there finally it's like, that's what the people that's what andy sheehan and marty griffin are for you know yeah getting us bitching all riled up level low stake like s- stuff that like that really irritates them because they're they're in the know that yeah. the average person like doesn't give a shit about um you it's know like the controller at north allegheny is yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, yeah you know i do like meeting i do like meeting like family members of these low-level politicians because yeah. it, i mean it's interesting like it's it's interesting yeah, yeah seriously like i i met like I, I met the future son-in-law of shaler's like commissioner and um, <laughs> and it's just like this guy has a lot of pride in it. He's been doing it for like twenty five years, yeah. and it's it's not some wildly paid position, like, but it is his job, and he has to run. And you know, I don't know. I mean, those, those are those are that's where it really truly matters, I guess. But anyway, I don't know. Well, that's like when you like meet the heiress to like a cracker factory. Oh uh, yeah, you know what? Like, super yeah. hot. He's like, I'm an inherit Nabisco or something, something like. Uh well. Yeah. I know. I know that I the big the lady whose husband invented the Big Mac. Uh, she's on my on a Christmas card list, and she's probably in her mid to late eighties, and she's a very nice lady. Um, yeah. But it's that's like a weird air situation where it's just like you, yeah, nice lady, but an abyss. Yeah, I don't somebody, know. I don't. Yeah. Somebody inherits everything, you know. Uh, generational wealth only like lasts like three generations though. Yeah, but there's some there's somebody driving around right now on like a high end car who's gonna like inherit like patio enclosures or something like. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like some, you know what? Like some weird thing you don't think about that's like a cash cow. You know yeah. what? That petite kitchens dude. Oh, I hate that guy. No, his son. He's a eunuch. His son. Pardon me. He's a eunuch. I wouldn't doubt that, but yeah, you know, the old one's a eunuch for sure. His son is licking his chops, just waiting for that old man to go senile and just oh yeah, red the, pill the whole place. Yeah, sell the company. Well, who knows? Nah, he looks too much like his old man. We'll bury him in a, in a bunch of bathroom tile, and then that'll be it. You know? Ew, what a way to go, dude! Or like all the vending machine queens out there. What's a vending machine queen? You can actually make a lot. There's somebody whose husband like owns a bunch of vending machines and like, no, you can't she always has a pocket full of quarters. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, it's but like I his, make a lot of money on vending machines. Actually, his pants are always sagging. <laughs> yeah. There's old saggy pants, Greg. <laughs> is it Santa? No, it's Greg. Yeah. Swimming the swimming pool bottom of the swimming pool is a quarter, like designed like a quarter and everything. <laughs> Just everything one thing in the house is like chain chain point <laughs> operated. <laughs> Coin operated everything. No, my toast isn't toasty enough. I, I got some coins. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he comes up and like has to top everybody off. Like <laughs> it just has like this arcade like uh bandolier of like coins and everything. <laughs> but yeah, no, you can make a lot of money off that. That and laundromats, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I had I would um... imagine like car washes. Like not like fancy ones, but just like well, kind of like no, the... yeah. 
those are those probably make you enough money to like sit back you know you know what's a there was a lady on mcknight road and granted it was like it was like very valuable property right below like the northway mall but she had a little drive up coffee stand that was like a nut like you, you've seen them i think and, i remember them. And, and yeah and she i mean and she i don't know how i found this out but she said she did well on it but she was offered by like some bank to put a drive up atm there and it was just like a no-brainer it was like uh, yeah. like a it was just and like that, absolutely i would be like yeah yeah please buy me out yeah <laughs> buy him out boys yeah whole bunch of dudes come in suits no, that's the uh bill gates and the simpsons it's like i didn't get rich from writing a lot <laughs> <laughs> they just come in like break homer's fake company that he has yeah copy where, global hyper meganet um where are you, are you driving right now are you are you seated somewhere i'm in the uh target parking lot in robinson oh that one yeah. has doesn't really have many memories for me. I think I went in there once, and I was just like, "Wow, everybody has to wear a red shirt." Yeah, I remember the day it opened, like the grand opening. I came, my dad drove me up here, and I got a CD player here. That's like my fondest Target memory. Fondest memory. Yeah, I, um, I understand. I'm pretty sure Target just is what Hills used to be, right? Uh, it's a lot nicer than Hills. Hills is a very fond memory for me, but it, it wasn't that. No. Smelled like popcorn, right? You can get popcorn right there. You can get, they had a whole. They had the best hot dog ever. Um, yeah, now that goes to Costco. Tell you what, I had a good hot dog tonight. Where? Home. Um, it was a cheddar brat, an Oscar Mayer cheddar brat, and um, had some kimchi that was sitting in the fridge. You're so gross. Uh, we no, used to have, it's sour. There was a burrito at Mad Max that got kimchi on the side. And like the big, huge, like twelve-gallon bucket of kimchi we get every yeah. week smelled like so horrible. Yeah, well, you know what? I wouldn't want to be exposed to it in mass. Like the jar we have of it is like you could put a couple fingers in there, but that's not much. More. <laughs> yeah, this jar is about three fingers worth. Um, yeah, seriously. No, but yeah, the, the twelve, like a twelve-gallon. It was probably wasn't twelve gallons. It was probably six-gallon bucket of kimchi. Was disgusting. Well, I forget, I forget the burrito that it came with. It might have been the Shishido burrito. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those things. It's just a garnish, and um, I don't. Yeah, know. It's like I do, kale. I, oh, shit. Pardon me. It's like kale. It's a garnish. Like at Hosses, used to, kale used to be like the garnish on the plate. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, kale is one of those things. It's like you're in food jail, so you're just gonna eat <laughs> this kale and convince yeah, yourself. You go to food jail. Welcome to yeah, it's like yeah. They, to <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, no. like great candy bars in half in front of you. You know what? I've had I've had some decent salads with kale. Um, I feel like yeah. there's like a a kale walnut cranberry salad with a nice vinaigrette. Um, I feel like I've had that, but kale it's probably not one of my more favorite um, let or uh, kind of leafed veggies. And there's like too much. Yeah. There's it's a little yeah. too stiff. It's yeah, it's gritty, it's stiff, and it's just I don't know. Um, oh. I yeah, I grew some romaine lettuce this fall, which was yeah. nice. Those are, that was a nice little surprise, and then also some beets and uh, the beet greens, like the leaves from the beets, were very good. Do you do you eat the stems? Uh, um, you're I allowed cut, to. Yeah, well, I cut them, and the leafy stuff sautéed it and did something with it. Poached an egg. 
and then had that with it, and uh, it was very good. Yeah. I don't know. I, I used to hate when people would get the kale salad at, at work because you used to have to toss it in the uh, whatever it was, lime cilantro dressing, and it was just like, it was annoying. Yeah, I don't really care for it. Um, did you ever eat dandelion? Uh, no. Somebody was just telling me that they do eat dandelion. Some lady at work was telling me about it. Uh, pretty sure it's like super, I mean, it's very nutritious, but um, I you know. Hate- you know that this is I'm not being just not joking steak. Um, this is one of the hidden values of steak is it's a very good source of vitamin C. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's a, that's a true fact. Um, I didn't know. And I, I believe that. I mean, meat's important. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Any of the driver, any of the things that we've heard about meat and like the negatives as well as the positives have been heavily driven by the food industry. Which, well, yeah, seed seed oils are is yeah. the truth at all because seed yeah. oil inflammation and inflammation is disease. Yeah, yeah. See, uh, seed, switching over to seed oils in the seventies is the, really the main culprit of all the uh, a lot of the bad shit that happens to people's bellies. Partially hydrate, partially hydrogenated, uh, all that jazz. Yeah, all that citric citric acid seed oils, super acid. Foods. Citric acid is uh it's mold. What? Yeah. I talked about it like ten episodes ago, I think. But it's um it's just, that... just mold. And they just call it citric acid, but it's just it's literally just black mold. Yeah. Yeah. One of the main ingredients in Mountain Dew, citric acid. Yeah. yeah. You know, no, I, um... I had a hot dog in like probably six months. And you know yeah. what? I thought I would miss it, and I really don't. You thought you'd miss it? Yeah, I thought I would miss eating hot dogs, but I really, I really don't. Um, hot dogs have to be done right. Um, I don't like whenever there's too much bun. It's almost just like if. See, you I, can... I, I like when it's like burnt and black. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, Give I'll me some what... spicy mustard over the typical red and yellow. Yeah, the, the well, the yellow mustard—that's just kind of like, no. I mean, yeah, no. That's just there to be a color contrast for kids, like crayon artwork. Like, I, I, I mean, I like a whole lot of. There's a whole lot of other better mustards out there. I am oh, kind of yeah. coming up on the tail end of my mustard renaissance. I don't know what my next epic's going to be. <laughs> Seriously, mustard, mustard renaissance. Seriously, I was pretty particular about what the genre like we got, and I'm not talking grape Poupon, but it was just kind of yeah. like, um, uh, so. But I'm kind of getting away from it. I don't know what I'm getting into now. Some good horseradish out there. Uh, I do. Yeah, we do have some horseradish. I do like uh, making my own cocktail sauce for shrimp. Just yeah. like, um, And I couldn't tell you what goes into it. I always have to Google it. It's just like every time I go to poach an egg, I have to Google how to do it. No, cocktail sauce is easy. We used to have to make it at hostess like every day. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Shrimp's good. I had some good oh. shrimp. To, had some good shrimp today at lunch. Well, it was cooked. Bahama Breeze um, has really good coconut shrimp. You know what? I had that a couple days ago. Coconut shrimp. And, yeah. You know, I don't really care too much for coconut, like shredded coconut. Um, hey, okay. I'm sorry. My dog. My dog was coming down the stairs and kind of freaked me out. Um, yeah, coconut. <laughs> coconut and coconut in general. I, it's just like this is too sweet to be good. 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's got to be like part of something. Yes. Like yeah. I would never say like, oh, I want some coconut shavings, please. Yuck. Or like after a haircut, it's like, can you put some coconut shavings in my hair? Ooh. You should ask to do that, or go to get your haircut and have tons of coconut shavings in it. Oh yeah, it's like sorry, it's not lice. Yeah, <laughs> like it's what? like a prank show where it's like it's not lice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it lice? Like, the, the smash bag of cookies in the company's called it still cookies. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> hey babe, what's that? Oh, it's still cookies. <laughs> it's, like... it's still cookies. What do we do with all the smash cookies? We put it in this bag and sell it to you under the brand name. It's still cookies. Um, I got to admit to you, I did put a DVD in. I never watched DVDs, but it's, I just recently came upon uh, the talking heads uh, start making sense DVD. And um, I've been trying to watch it for like three weeks now, but haven't had the time. And I'm not intently watching it now. It's just good, like, background visuals. But I had the volume up just a little bit, and I have these earbuds in, and I'm just hearing, like, the ever-so-slightly noises, like, the weird ambient noises they have going on, and I'm freaking out in the basement thinking, like, somebody's <laughs> in here. So I had to turn it all the way down. So, um, well, I, I mean, I couldn't hear anything anyway. So No, I know, but it was still just kind of putting me off center and making me think the place was haunted. <laughs> So that uh, that YouTube video with Kermit the Frog doing the Talking Heads thing is still one of my like favorite. Oh God, yeah. I just watched the uh, David Byrne episode of The Simpsons recently. Um, what was that? That's whenever Homer makes that everybody hates Ned Flanders song, and then David Byrne is like, "Oh, I've been researching folk music of Springfield. I'd like to produce this for you." Yeah. Uh, and then they end up getting sick of the song and going to a dude ranch. <laughs> 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 then at the, at the end, end of the episode, they're like, oh, it's one of our songs still on the radio. And it's like, now playing the new hit from Mo Sizlak. And it's like, Mo, Mo, Mo. Don't you like me? Nobody likes me. Mo, Wait, Mo, Mo. That, I didn't realize David Byrne was in that one. Oh, yeah. Because that's not he, like, that's like, what? What season? Well, what's funny is because like I'm, I'm watching like through The Simpsons right now and preparing myself to do the episodes. Yeah. What's funny that that was done season like I think fourteen. Okay, so that's within my wheelhouse, yeah. And so like I'm on season eighteen right now, and it's like there's what sixteen more seasons yeah. after. Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's like yeah. wow, too much. Well, it's even it's like season ten. And it's like well, that season was twenty three seasons ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't that fucking wild? Like honestly. How- how do seasons work? I mean, and that's a dumb question. So you consider a calendar year four seasons? Whatever, like the TV cap. Bobby explained like how the Simpsons episodes work the one night when we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like season, I want to say three through like nine, where there were about 26, 27 episodes. Yeah. And everything since is about 22 to 24. Um, and I'm kind of annoyed because season 32 on my season pass on Xbox, they like lost the rights to like half the episodes on that season. Really? So like 11 of those episodes aren't available, and it's like why? Literally every other episode of The Simpsons I have, because I have all I have them all on my Xbox. Yeah. And it's like every single episode from every other season is available. So why are like these 11 episodes from two years ago not available anymore? Yeah. Stupid fucking Disney. You know what I mean? It's just it's stupid. But um, yeah, I'm on season 18 right now. Um, there's there's good stuff. I, I, I'll explain that in the episodes too. There's I'm not 
the typical Simpson haters out there are just bitter old men. I don't know if I've ever really run into a Simpsons hater. Oh, like, they're everywhere. Like the way I, there's, the there's way a whole I, sub, subculture of them who are like, I won't watch anything past season whatever, and it's like, shut up, yeah. you know. Yeah, like they're long, they're long past the days of like when the, the entire season's good, but like there's still really funny stuff within mm-hmm. the episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I guess I mean if I'm thinking of a hater, and I guess you'd fairly describe one. Like I'm thinking of the way that I portray myself in Family Guy. I just think I think Family Guy's just like cheap, and it's Fam- just... Family Guy's good when it's doing like parodies and everything. Yeah, I know. When it's just doing like crude to be crude, it's just like whatever. And you, you know? know what? And you know what? I guarantee that if I sat down and watched any one episode at one point, I'd probably be laughing. Oh and no, like, there's, I, there's plenty. There's plenty of funny stuff in it. Yeah, it's just like the amount of like potty humor and just like crude for the sake of crude yeah. over the top but there's yeah. there's a ton of funny stuff i remember one thing i will say about the simpsons is like the uh lowbrow potty humor is always at like a very low minimum always yeah yeah it's definitely it's yeah and you know the one thing i guess this is very unique to me with family guy at one time somebody had mentioned to me that like Lois was like physically attractive. And I was just kind of like, all right, this is when it ends. Like, <laughs> and yeah, as far as cartoon ladies go, she's definitely not, you know? Well, it's, it's just, it's just kind of, it was just kind of like, did we need to say that? Like, what is the, I don't know. I mean, I've said a lot of weird things. So, but anyway, that, just, that sounds like dorm talk. Uh, that's rough. You could, if we're playing a game, like you're getting hotter. So we'll yeah. leave it at that. Dorm talk sounds like some stupid like digital band. Uh, whatever happened to whatever Dorm happened to? They do remixes of remixes. <laughs> whatever happened to girl talk? Is that you? Is that an allusion to girl talk? Uh, I don't. I vaguely remember girl talk. Dude, I listened to girl talk for like four days, like in two thousand ten. I, I, like, I can recognize the name, but I, what was it? Just like electronic uh, stuff? It was pretty much like a DJ who just like mashed up songs and everybody was all about it for a short period of time and then it went away. Yeah. He, oh, he was from Pittsburgh. Oh, shit. Oh, of so, course. Yeah, everybody's all about him. He was on, I don't know, Good Morning America or something. So, your girl talk. Now, they had some fuck-faced former... Uh, we had this big meeting and they had like some fuck face that used to be on Good Morning America come and like do like a motivational speech to us. All right, we he couldn't was, we obviously couldn't bring in Matt Lauer. Well he was such he was such like a prick. Yeah. When he goes, well, he literally said, When I wake up in the morning, I remember that my worst day is better than all your days. What? All your It's literally what he said. What? Yeah. He's like, that's what gets me. He's, he was like, this gets me through the day is knowing that even my worst day is better than your best days. What? Who's <laughs> yeah. what? No. When I was sitting there, I was like, this guy is such a fucker. There's no way anybody said yeah. that. Yes. <laughs> he would 100% said that. And then, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I, I've never mentioned like the company I work for, so I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, like, yeah, there you go. Like, yes, we agree with him. We feel the same way about our days. <laughs> Right. So we're all, they're like, are you fucking kidding me? It'd be funny if they had like 
an ape like doing the sign language <laughs> <laughs> or just ripping like throwing money into a fucking wood chipper yeah it's like why did you hire this fucking celebrity to come like remind us that we're like he's an mm. asshole you know That's terrible yeah it was, and everyone was like oh what a great speech and i was like this is so fucking stupid yeah. uh, corporate waste to the max what a gross environment oh yeah they rented out a theater downtown for him to come and talk and everything. Yeah. Yeah. They, my they, best days, my worst days are better than your best days. Yeah. So yeah. It's not like fucking debutante talking, but no, it was some former Good, Man- Good Morning America host. Be like, yeah, why aren't you on there anymore? Like, yeah. Oh, he voluntarily left to be a, vol- a, a motivational speaker. Oh, great. Right. Yeah. Probably because they were like, nope, you're, we don't value you anymore. Like you've hit something, you've passed you hit some attractiveness on the demographic. So it's like, nope. <laughs> like, we kept that. That's Al another yeah. thing where they're, they're on spring break and the, the, MTV, the MTV VJ is like, I just turned 27. And like oh. a little crystal like glows on her wrist yeah. and they like take her away and they bring in a new one. And it's like, Sepulveda here. Sepulveda. <laughs> Is that yeah, is it <laughs> That reminds me of Daniel Sepulveda. Of what? Daniel Sepulveda. Uh, Steelers punter for like... Oh, yeah, he had that big tackle in college. I got him like four years in the pros. Yeah. What a what a weird uh, like niche uh, like industry that is to be like an NFL kicker or punter. It's just like if you're like a grammatica, you'll stick around forever. But if you're like anybody else, you're around for like three, four years and bounce around and then, I don't know, you go to do something like a commoner and then you get called up by the Raiders on like Christmas Eve in 2020. <laughs> you know, like, and it's like, this guy was delivering mail. Yeah. He was cleaning dirty mattresses down at the prison. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Old mattress drop Joe. Yeah. Now everybody wants a Kurt Warner. You know how you know like Kurt Warner, and I know he played like minor league and stuff, but like his his NFL career was like so short. That's because he was older when he came in. Yeah, but I mean, then I, maybe it's, this is obviously a sign of getting older. But just like you forget about like eras of players, it's like wow, Tony Romo played for how long? And it was just like he was in and out, and I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't well, that great either, though. Pardon me. He wasn't that great, though. Yeah, I know. I guess it's just like uh, maybe I'm just looking at it like, oh, that's a Dallas Cowboys quarterback. You're, yeah, like Dak Prescott's not that good. Yeah, it's part of the allure of playing for the fucking Raiders. Cowboys. Like he was, the, he was the linebacker, Sean Lee, like the white linebacker. Yeah, yeah. They're always like, oh, he's amazing. It's like he's not that great. He's good, but he's not yeah, like a superstar. Was... Yeah, I know. He was. That's he was the same thing in hockey. Like when you play for the Bruins. You're on national TV, and Pierre Maguire's like sucking your dick. Yeah, like Milan Lucic, he's not that great. Yeah, he left the Bruins. You never, he's still playing. He plays for the Flames. You never heard his name again after he left the Bruins. Yeah, you know, um, or Claude, Claude, Claude Giroux. They painted him as like some golden boy. He's in Ottawa now. You never hear about. Him. Yeah, um, Crosby is uh, putting together some pretty cool numbers right now. He's trending on Twitter. Yeah, I think he's like top ten in scoring right now, or something. Yeah, and like the story, the the story is like at age thirty five, like he's doing this, which yeah, pretty cool. Well, his thirty five is not the typical player's thirty five. Yeah, he's like on the Tom Brady route. 
freak of nature. Same thing with I know Latang just had a stroke, but same thing with Latang. Yeah, really. Their, their conditioning is like out of this world. And you know what? The same thing with like Tom Brady. Like that, I think that's just yeah. that same arc. And I just watched something today. It was Tom Brady's first series. Um, and it was like pretty well damn near a four, like a three and out on his first series. So it was like he was really underwhelming when he came in. So I guess that's the big difference between him and Crosby. Yeah. Well, imagine if Bledsoe didn't get hurt. Pardon me? So imagine if Bledsoe didn't get hurt and he didn't have to come yeah. out. Yeah, really. He could have, he could, it could have been an Aaron Rodgers situation where he sat behind Drew Bledsoe for like two years, two or three years. Yeah. And then the same thing happened to Drew Bledsoe in Buffalo. He got hurt and somebody else came in. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he had, a, he had a pretty good – I mean, if he were not in the wake of – uh, not in the wake of Tom Brady, he would probably have a, a more prominent space in history. But he's not eating mac and cheese out of a gas station uh, microwave right now. I bet. Hey, if Roethlisberger got drafted by an NFC team, he probably would have made like ten Super Bowls. Uh yeah. But he wouldn't have run into Brady and Manning every fucking year. You yeah, know? that's true. Yeah. No, that's true. How many times? Same thing with Peyton Manning. If he, if he what if Peyton Manning was drafted by like. The 49. Yeah. He would have made way more Super Bowls than he did in Indy. Yeah, that's like one of the – because what? He only got one, right, there? Or two? Maybe one. Yeah, he, he won one there. And then he yeah. played in two in Denver and got blown out real bad in that one and then won the other one. Okay. So he has two. Yeah, well. There's football. Like football, unlike a lot of sports, like they – you can get like – depending on where you go, like your career can either get like stifled or, or prosper, you know? And you know what? Think about the guys on teams that like really suck right now. It's just like, I mean, and I'm not doubting their level of motivation, but just like, what's your motivation? I mean, no, there's it, 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 it's important. Like, imagine like just a regular person going to the regular job that they hate. Mm-hmm. Then imagine having to like go and like try to compete at the highest level and know that like it doesn't matter. Yeah. And you know that's what? Like I, why, that's why Ron Reynolds or Brian Reynolds is like, give me the fuck out of the Pirates organization. Yeah, but like you have to go play 162 games and know that you're not that, like it doesn't nothing, matter. Nothing's yeah, nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, that's that sucks. That's why, I like, mean, especially football because their careers are so short. I don't blame any player who's like, get me out of this team. Yeah, you know? um, I feel like like there's more of a sense of doom with like baseball because it's like maybe it's because baseball sucks and it's just a big 162 slog and then another big long one, but like football. I got to believe that you have a sense of intensity no matter what, just because, like, well, you, you don't want fever. Imagine being first, let's say, for example, Calvin Johnson, one of the yeah. greatest receivers ever, stuck in Detroit. Yeah. Fighting against like triple coverage every fucking game yeah. for eight years, eight or nine years. Yeah. For nothing. Yeah. I don't think the Lions even made the playoffs more than once his entire time he was there. Yeah, what a waste, dude. And then I'm Stafford sure. leaves and goes and wins the Super Bowl. You know, it's just – Yeah. It's like if I'm Calvin Johnson, I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, I guess I have a pretty skewed perspective on it. But, like, football, I guess if you half-ass it, like, you're going to get your ass kicked, like, on every single play, so you better be ready. Yeah. So maybe that's that whole every given sun any given Sunday deal. And that's like when people bitch about, like, receivers screaming to quarterbacks. It's like, dude, if you – Imagine running routes all day and you know you're open and they don't throw you the ball. Yeah. You're gonna be yeah. throw me the fucking ball, dude. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, man. No, dude, and I totally I totally buy that. Like whenever because 
and you think about it, like if you're in a competitive work environment or not just a competitive environment in general, and you're not being utilized and like, I don't know. I mean, I don't give anybody, I mean, I don't, whatever. I don't care if anybody raises their voice and says, give me the damn ball. Well, I mean, because imagine like you're sprinting and getting open and then you watch like the guy next to you drop the ball or not be open or like, and it's just like, I'm not going to keep busting my ass to like get open when you're not going to throw me the ball. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you know what? I feel like bitching at George Pickens for like screaming on the sideline. Yeah. And it's like, up at every fucking play and they don't throw I mean, him the ball. Guys and you saying. know what? Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes you're not going to go up to somebody and be like, hey, like, hey, I was open on this. No, you know what? Everybody's all fired up. Plus, but, plus the uh, the polite way has already happened, probably in the huddle, like twenty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's and, why if I was a quarterback, I would be the biggest dickhead ever. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? I even think like when they're going out to play, like it's not even that right there isn't about the money. Like the money, it's important on a level of your status because like either you can be Tom Brady or you can be a long snapper. And like, there's definitely a status level there. Like Tom Brady's getting a steak dinner anywhere he goes for the rest of his life. Yeah, the, you know that long snapper still paying for his car and cash. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, and it's just like, yeah. Once you're in that, that it's, it's the different level of it's a different level of honeypot and from the women you get. Uh, well, yeah, it's, I've, I've alluded to that, this. That's like, the truth. You know what? Yeah. Like your daughter can grow up to marry the backup quarterback or the goat quarterback. So I'm not, and you know that's pretty shallow, but. No, I mean, it's just the way it is, you know? Marrying off your kids to goats. Yeah, Tom Tom Brady's going to be mousing around on a better puss than Mason Rudolph is, you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, it's probably it's um, it's probably a matter of perspective. I mean, like, all right, so this is going to be pretty shallow. Like, Giselle Bunchen, like, yeah, like, you're great. Like, you look great in a magazine, but, like, those models – like that are on like in fashion shows and shit, like they are meant to be like clothes hangers and like be like an intimidating view perspective. It's not meant to model what like true quote unquote beauty or attractiveness is. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I I completely agree. Like give me like remember Artie Burns' wife? Uh you know what? I saw them in Whole Foods and I can't remember much about her. She was just like a big booty hoe Latino girl. Yeah. Give me that over some fucking anorexic model any, any day of the week. Yeah. Any day of the week. Totally. You know? Yeah, and I think anybody who counters that is... Most models um, are just paper tigers anyway. Yeah. yeah, no, no thanks. I don't think I've ever gotten within 25 yards of one. Um, and if I ever was or was in that 25-yard range, it was probably by accident. Um <laughs> Like, I don't think I've ever seen, like, uh, one of those weird ones up close. But, you know what? Everybody takes pictures of themselves these days. So, anybody, I guess, is a model. And uh, whatever. No, social media is doing the women what porn did the men. Think about, like... It is. Think about, like, you're just any honey potter out there that posts a picture of yourself in a bikini. Like, you are essentially, if you were to, like, put that back in high school age, you're basically putting a picture of yourself in a bikini on your locker... And then just like in between periods, like having everybody walk by and look yeah. at it, like yeah. what a what a gross, uh, just a, uh, I, mean, I mean, whatever. People seek approval, however they seek approval, and but like yeah, people can do whatever they want, it's fine. But it's like 
even like 15 years ago, people would pay for those pitchers to not get released. Yeah. I was like, here, give me seven ninety nine a month. But you know what it does do? It moves the needle uh, in the direction of the overall uh, f- uh, – this is going to sound pretty shallow again – the overall physical improvement of um, – call it women in general because all of a sudden the bar is raised. And this same phenomenon can be seen that on average women in Miami are more – call it uh, – call it tighter and more physically fit than women in Duluth, uh, Minnesota, because women in Miami spend more time in form fitting clothing, less clothing because it's warmer than in Duluth, yeah. Minnesota when they're bundled up for nine months out of the year. So not to say that there's not attractive women in both of those places, but on a physical scale, the ones in Miami are going to be more FCFS, uh, on a wide broad brush scale than the women in Duluth. Well, and, it all depends on what your what your FCFS. And well, yeah, well, yeah, and this is why I'm saying, from a um, if you were to just take a sample across, um, sample across a, a subset of women, the ones in Miami are going to represent a certain ideal than the ones in Duluth. Yeah, no, FCFS is come in all shapes and sizes. Correct. Yes, and I'm and I want to say that it's is that I'm not look. It's a skill set. I'm not endorsing I'm not endorsing anything. And I'm saying this purely from like an analysis standpoint. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's some analytic nerd out there who's like, meh, meh. It has like a map of like all like where like the totally. you can, I guarantee you there's like some face sitter database somewhere like yeah. No well, no, they're totally okay, yes. They're I mean I'm not saying I know of like studies. But or there's I've, like a topographical map of like asses. <laughs> well, no, it's it's the same thing. I mean, it's the same thing as just like a distribution. Like one percent of OnlyFans people make all the money, and like I saw something that was like sex workers, like the ones that in a research study that make the most money fit a certain beauty ideal, and it is not a model that you see on a runway. No, because like, models are not like I don't know. I've I've yeah. never like I don't know. Models have never been like my physical preference. Yeah, and so and we've t- we've already, we've yeah. already but I, but uh, what I, I guess with the FCFS chart is like there's data on everything. Well, yeah, yeah. There's data on everything. Yeah, you know? yeah. it's it's crazy. Yeah. But um, and I, you know what? This is where I'll leave my. This is my last contribution to this. Even like sex doll uh, preference, there is a high preference away from like the runway model. Like that's not what people are buying. And if that's not like the pure, like the most um, inside look at somebody's like sexual drive is their preference on sex doll purchasing attributes <laughs> like that like that is like the clearest litmus test of generally what like society yeah, values. No, yeah no, for sure because that's what the average person is buying yeah well yeah yeah, yeah. and it's just like, I, I think a lot of like the the men that you see with like the typical model that like on on their arm it's a it's like a status thing for them well yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. if i have like this Vicky's secret model on my arm, even though she's like a fucking looks like olive oil from Popeye. Yeah, Yeah, I don't want to start dragging women here, man. (laughs) They drag us all day long, every day, dude. Yeah, the quality's a joke. 
But um uh yeah, dude. Uh, it, it's an absolute fucking joke, dude. Uh well it's 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 forcing something and uh that shouldn't be forced. Like why are we forcing people and uh I mean in all aspects, like we're we're manipulating like I don't know, generational culture um out of the name and out of some high virtue. And it's just like, why can't you just let things be the way they are? Like, it's it's an artificial virtue and it's all about division and creating division. Um yeah, uh, and you know what? Here's the thing. It's almost just like, all right, go for it. This is your experiment. Let's let's see and give us ten years and see how it shakes out. Like, go for it. The, the ball's yours. Run with it and let it let let happen what happened. If it works out, great. And but by some the, metric, the natural the natural way of things always always finds its way back. Yeah, yeah, and that I think I maybe we talked about this privately, but like biohacking like people like getting i think maybe we talked about like blue blocker glasses it's just like no your eyes are way smarter and will get past your blue blocker glasses and still take all the it's in your it's in your dna it's in your fucking biology to be to gravitate towards certain things yeah that's what that's what it is it has nothing to do with worthiness or ability or anything like that. It's like, it's your biological, the way that men or women are wired to gravitate towards certain behaviors and certain things. Well, you're, uh, and I'm not going to sound like an idiot, but I may, but I just read, saw something that I didn't, I didn't read something. I I saw, I read the subtitles in it, but it was talking about the core basis of like human psychology. When you're judging others, like on every level is outward appearance. Like, and good or bad, you judge somebody on your instant split second judgment on outward appearance, their body language. Are they smiling? Like that is what the judgment is. So, I mean, yeah. Is that prejudice? Yeah. Is it built in? Yeah. Um, is it a good thing? Yeah, it's probably a good thing. If you're walking well, down the street, that's all part of, that's all part of your natural, yes. like what your instincts are. Yeah, I got booted from I got booted from a subreddit. Uh, I think it was like un, un, <laughs> unpop, unpopular opinion, um, and I, I stated like prejudice in itself is a is a necessary like biological uh, psychological trait, and it wasn't promoting prejudice or anything. It was just I think these nerds like were way too blown away by like prejudice being used in a not uh, in a, in a fair or literary literal sense. Um, so that's kind of whenever I, I didn't quit Reddit. Reddit no, well, my, I guess my thing is like the male and female instincts will always eventually kick in. You know what I mean? That That's what I'm yeah. trying to get. Yeah. Like society and, can try to push everyone in certain directions, but like in your own life, in your own experience, like your natural instinct as a person is good as a human being is going to kick in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and whatever that instinct may be the way that you are and mold your personality and mold, like how you live, like how you go about things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's just, um, this is not just like it, but um, you don't have ideas. Ideas have you.
Like there's no such not, thing. And your thoughts, you're not your thoughts aren't always your own thoughts either. Yeah. No, like they're not. Like you're, all, all all your thoughts are not always your own thoughts. Well, yeah. all right, explain that. Whether you realize it or not, like you're, we're all like subconsciously being um, led a certain way by this, like the thoughts of like other people's thoughts, like because everything's connected and everyone's connected. So, like your thoughts aren't always your own thoughts, but the way that you look at something or like something that will pop in your head is not always like yourself talking to yourself. It's the thought uh, that like you can absorb from like just being being out and around. You know, uh, I mean? so responding to stimuli. Well, yeah, you can you could say it that way, but it's like you don't have to like. I, I guess this goes into like a deeper thing, but like you don't have to like react to every thought that you have. Like every thought doesn't have to have a reaction. Uh, I mean, you know? I, yeah, I can understand what you say with that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's almost like a level of meditation. Well, yeah, yeah, it is, and I, I've been doing a lot of that. But it's like it's like even when, like when negative thoughts creep in, like that's not necessarily you thinking that or talking to yourself. It's just a thought that comes in that doesn't need to be reacted to because it's not really a hundred percent even your thought. You know what I mean? Uh, like you might you might have had somebody say something to you when you were like six that like affected you to this day that has like a negative connotation in your mind. Yeah. But that's not really like, that's just a thought left over from yes. okay. before. So that's not your own thought. Like, okay. All right. Somebody, somebody, somebody saying like you have mutant feet or something when you're like six that like the fucking you don't, dude. party. Like it's like, you don't, that's not your own thought. That's somebody else projecting them, their thought onto you. And it comes into your mind, but it's not actually your own Mm-hmm. create your own like original thought that comes from your your yes. mind your subconscious your soul yeah so, like, what i'm saying is like a lot of thoughts that people have good or bad are influenced by like other people's thoughts and things like that mm-hmm. like everything is everything is connected whether people want to realize it or not it's kind of like you ever hear like the hundredth monkey theory no so it's like and the hundredth monkey theory is like some scientific thing from like whenever, I don't know how long ago, but it's like if you get enough people to believe something, and then it becomes like it becomes what society and like culture believes. So uh, it's like if you get yeah. people to believe the same thing, it becomes like set in stone. Um, and that's why I don't know why it's called the hundredth monkey theory, but that's what it's called. So it's like if you convince. X amount of people to believe X like a certain thing, then that is what becomes like the accepted way of yeah. Way so of the way the way I can I sort of observe this, if it, initially you propose something that is so crazy and outrageous and fringe, and it gets people talking, and you may get traction with a handful of people, and it's just so crazy and so fringe that. Some people say, okay, you know what? I'll accept this ideal if it was just backed off a little bit. And then a couple people back jump on there. So you start on one end of the spectrum and then you reel it back in so that before you know it, that one fringe idea is now mainstream because it's yeah, sort well, of been yeah. whittled away and sort of refined. And I don't know, maybe that's how like legislation works. Like, and I've said this before, I'm glad Bernie Sanders is there because he needs, he like somebody needs to represent some faction, some idea 
that that in theory is wild or whatever, but parts of it could be applied. Like Bernie Sanders was going to bat for these railroad employees that are completely getting railroaded. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Bernie Sanders is socialist with eight fucking houses. Well, yeah, but still, he was like, what is wrong with giving these guys 14 days of paid sick leave? Like, there's no, and it's just like, what sane person would disagree with that? Well, not the railway, railroad companies. They're making shit tons of money. But I don't see, and it's just like, okay, nobody, nobody else is necessarily saying that, but this guy who beats the drum, oh, is the paper tiger or the wolf in sheep's clothing for the working people. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. It's, it's also like the Pentagon failed its fifth audit and it can't account for what $2 trillion it's missing again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, my thing was this just F- like on 9 10 2001, when Donald Rumsfeld said there was $2 trillion missing. Yeah. I saw that somewhere. Yeah. He's dead, right? I, th- I think so. Man, I'm at yeah. I think yeah. old like when that happened. Pardon me. He was he's got to be dead. He was old when that happened. Yeah, know? and it's just like yeah. Imagine yeah. He, uh, uh God. Could, and just imagine being around that guy. Just like I mean, any anybody in any sort of uh, position like that, where you have to make these decisions that result in death and famine and it's just like imagine what his bowel movements had to have been like oh, he's definitely the most... one of those people that eat spaghetti with scissors you ever see the people that do that no they like what they like get it on their fork and then they like cut it with scissors so it doesn't like there's a video of a guy doing it where like you like scoop the spaghetti up with your fork and then cut yeah. it with scissors yeah. and then it's like that's how you eat your fucking spaghetti I had some I had some uh, homemade spaghetti last night from a restaurant, and I rarely complain, and I didn't complain to the waitress about it at all. But like, oh god, was it bad? It was like, I mean, it was like uh, like Chef Boyardee. Um, I mean, I'm not I'm not being a bitch, and I was very happy to be there. But uh, just now, they should the restaurant should have it be like. If your meal's bad, like you get to sleep with the waitress. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? No, like whenever we went to pay, they were like, oh, "Our credit card machine's broken. Like, do you have cash?" Yeah, and it well, and it was just like, and they had a crowded place, and it was just like, you better hope all these people have cash, and you're comping all these people because well, they like, should have the old credit card machine. Like you're required to, like the old yeah. fashioned swipe. You're required yeah. to have that on on there in case of a uh, power yeah. outage. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it was just, it was actually, it was, uh, so we went out to this, uh, Polar Express. If you're familiar with that Christmas story, there's a yeah. train, there's a train, uh, at an old depot in Denison, Ohio. If you go out 2230, what's, what's the depot? Denison Depot. Okay. And, um, and there's a train and it's, it's really geared towards young kids for it because you get on the train and they read the polar express and they do the whole thing and it's like a down and back like an hour and a half round trip on like a on a train and um it was pretty cool it's a very like a little small town thing and i guess it's like all volunteers and um i don't know it's nice to see people like a not to sound campy but like a small town thing where they all wave in tennessee signs tennessee volunteers yeah no no, you know what? No, no one play. Uh, yeah, uh, no, none of that. 
But it was, you know, well, I went to uh, I went to Kennywood Holiday Lights last weekend. Nice. Um, I, I get every year. It's pretty fucking cool. Did I had you... like three hot chocolates. That I was like fucking wired. Were they? Uh, are the hot chocolates good? Yeah, it's from Sorgles. Sorgles has like a little stand. Yeah, because I, I I'm I've never really been like into hot chocolate so much. Um, because it's I've just never really had anything that's been that terribly good. Like it has to be like thick and milk based. I hate Sheets, but Sheets has like a York peppermint patty hot chocolate. Yeah. On the stupid empty, it's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. But um, yeah, the Kennywood Holiday Lights is pretty sweet. I I ate at that stupid Johnny Rockets restaurant they have there. Yeah. It was so gross. Johnny Rockets. That reminds me, like when I was a kid, we'd be coming back from vacation, we'd stop at King of Prussia Mall. And yeah. um, there's a Johnny Rockets in there, and it's just like, oh look, like it's from the 1950s. Well, the like, like a kiosk, like touchscreen, and there's only three items you can order. And the people ahead of us are like, well, what can we get? And it's like, there's three items, like chicken yeah. or a hamburger. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking deal. Yeah. Fucking limp dildo, just order and get out of my way. Yeah. And then all the seats had like. Like looks like somebody like knifed the seats open. What? So <laughs> there were kiosks that you went up to and ordered. Like somebody didn't skate up. No, it was just like you. I don't know if the the one in Kennywood probably doesn't have people skating up. But yeah, you walk in and there's like people at a register, but like they're like you order over there, yeah. and then you like the machine. Like you can either get chicken tenders, a burger, or like a kid size burger. Yeah. These people are like baffled of like what they're gonna order. Yeah. It's like, or are you fucking dick? Yeah, what, like a little <laughs> tiny, like a little tiny special menu. Like, that's kind of like, come on. Like, that's it's kinda not kind of lame. Well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of lame that it's like, and I, like, like I said, I've never worked in the kitchen, so I'm not going to bitch, but like having a limited menu on that, and you know, that stuff's not good. It's all just like, pretty, oh, it was, it was horrible. Just foil, foil wrap, pre prepared sandwiches, probably. No, it was. It, I don't. The the burger patty looked like somebody had like ripped hair off of like a goat's arm or something. Like it yeah. was. It wasn't even shaped right. Like the yeah. bacon hurt my teeth. Like it was just like. I mean, I was happy I didn't pay for it. I went to pay for it for like. A but like it was just like this is just terrible. It just got to yeah. be better. Huh? Yeah, I know. There's like barbecue. There's like a couple of food trucks there. I was like, I should have just got something from the food trucks. How was how were the hey yeah dude food trucks in that situation are much better yeah um how was the uh like the your uh I mean how were the people at Kennywood was it a free for all it, it was mostly just families and like high school couples yeah you know yeah um, I did get some potato patch fries that was good there you go. fries were, like, I, that was art was pretty lame yeah. Um, I didn't get to go on it last year because it was it was really busy last year and I wasn't gonna wait in line. Um, the turtle was open, Thunderbolt was open, and Music oh, wow. Express. Music Express isn't even there anymore. I can't believe that. Huh. Um, Kangaroo was like crowded as all hell. Um, I, I guess they're building like some alien thing, huh. where it's like uh, Area Code Four One Two, or or like Area Four One Two. Yeah. The whole part of the park is going to be like alien stuff. So that might be cool. Yeah. I don't know. Lost Kennywood was closed. Um, that's cool. Like model train museum that they have in there for no way. Um, for the holiday lights thing. It's, it's it's pretty cool. It was like fifteen bucks. 
It's, it's not. It's, oh, it's fifteen bucks. That's not bad. Yeah, it's it's fun to go. I mean, I, we were there for like probably five hours. Wow. Um, just because um, there's Santa Claus is there, like my nephew was there. Yeah. So it's pretty much just like walking around watching him have fun. Which yeah, is, that's what that's all about. And there's like a petting zoo and like a little train that goes around the park and stuff. Like it's they do a good job. And you know what? That's nice that you acknowledge that they do a nice job because like that's the way I felt about this train thing. Like it's all of these adults, and I get this feeling, not getting sappy, but get this feeling like when you go to Disney and you see like all of this around you is just meant to like make little kids happy. And it's just like if there's nothing more like pure than that of just and it's just like it's very nice. And I and the appreciation for Kenny oh, yeah. Wood and how and it's like, nice. Uh, and like the kitty part of Kennywood, they do a good job of having like all the rides in the kitty land just being smaller versions of the real rides. Yeah, yeah. There's I went on I actually went on the it was like the little phantom or whatever, yeah, or yeah. the little thunderbolt. And like to be honest with you, it, it like jostled you around. Right? Yeah. It was it was pretty crazy. Yeah, but there was like an alpaca and like a bunch of pigs and a camel and stuff. That's cool. Do tons of goats and shit like that. It's I would, the, the kids. The, there's like kids running around having a good time. Like that's what it's for, you know. Yeah. So I hate when you like you're at stuff like that and there's like adults pouting. It's like yeah. it's not for you to have fun. It's for the fucking kid to like yeah. have fun for a few hours and have a memory. Yeah. Yeah. No adults. That's like adults. Like your fucking up. Netflix can wait. Yeah, yeah. It's like adults that go to like Halloween stuff, like and dress up. It's just like put it away, dude. (laughs) I'll tell you what, dude. On this on this uh, train, this uh, like everybody, like we, my family, like we all had matching pajamas, and I was like, I can't believe this. Like, really, I'm gonna wear pajamas on this thing, and around like other people, and like you get on the train and everybody's wearing pajamas, and it's just like, all right, like. You look like an idiot if you're not wearing pajamas. So, yeah, I would I would wear the pajamas with my pud hung out. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> <laughs> he's back. Yeah, yeah, I got my pud pants. Uh, yeah, I got my putters. Yeah, it's um. So we're in, we're an hour into the episode, and uh, All right, perfect. So what do you uh, What do you think about I've, Seth Rogen? <laughs> I've got you know what I've got. I got my batteries good on my phone, dude. So I'm set. Um, so it's just, for all you listeners out there, that was the uh, one hour preamble to the uh, <laughs> slow burn. <laughs> um, slow burn. We're now the, uh, one of out of the, the ten hour Seth Rogen. Okay. So all right, my fr- all right. So I honestly get Seth Rogen and um, Jonah Hill mixed up. Yeah. Um, well, one has glasses. It, yeah, and I get it. It's like one of those things. That, there are a couple things in life that are very simple that I get mixed up. And it's kind of like whenever I have to say that something is subjective or objective. I have to practice it in my head before I say it. I have to practice in my head who's Jonah Hill and who's Seth Rogen. And my first memory of Seth Rogen is in uh super bad is that fair or did he establish much more before um what's the much, one with katherine heigl knocked up was that knocked up that? which is like knocked up is like one of my favorite movies ever is that um, before pineapple yes that is about okay. a year before because okay, he, so he had his like run he was on like freaks and geeks where that was like his big break yeah um which was that and then he was on undeclared which was like his other big break and then he was a writer on the ali g show 
um, which was like his where he like met everybody. Yeah, his, his freaks and geeks is where he met Judd Apatow, and Judd Apatow like made his career. Yeah. You know, him and Jonah Hill and like Jason Siegel, that whole group of people, like Paul Rudd, all of them. Um, but yeah. Seth Rogen's first appearance was in Donnie Darko, so that no was like way. one. It was when he started like showing up. What was he in that? He was just like some minor, minor person, yeah. in, like in. And then he was yeah. in Forty Year Old Virgin, which was like another thing, another movie. I that seen Forty Year Old Virgin. It, yeah. It's more funny. Um, yeah, it's it's good. Paul Rudd's always good. I know you don't like Paul Rudd, but Paul Rudd's always good. I don't mind him. I feel like I saw for Forty Year Old Virgin. I saw like the preview, and it's like, all right, that's enough Steve Carell for me. Like, yeah, that's that's when Steve Carell didn't overstay his welcome. He was still fresh. Yeah. Um, but he, but Seth Rogen had like this run because like oh he was also an man, so like in 04, he was an anchorman, forty year old virgin, and then Superbad came out in 06. Uh, another one of those Superbad is like one of my favorite movies too. That movie never gets old. Um, yeah. Knocked Up was like 07. Pineapple Express is 08. So he had like that run. Like all all these actors I talk about all have like these runs of movies where it's like every year they're dropping like some big classic. Yeah. Like, the Pineapple Express is also like amazing. Hilarious, yeah. yeah. Um, so I actually, actually, so I couldn't fully remember. So, Anchorman, Forty Year Old Virgin, Knocked Up, Super Bad. Um, he had a, he was in, he had that cameo in Step Brothers. Then he had Pineapple Express, and then he had Zach and Mary make a porno, which was the one, the one that was filmed in Pittsburgh. I don't know if you ever saw yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that. I think I saw that yeah. with you in one of your apartment, the apartment with a silla chair and the dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We watched that there. Yeah. That was the Foxwood apartment, the silla chair. Yeah. Was that really like 2010? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Cause I lived at Foxwood from 08 to 11 and then I and lived. That's, Eliz- in- that's Elizabeth Banks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, and it's like long. It was like the, the guy who's making fun of the Monroe, Monroeville people. Yeah. Um, Calling them in rovers and talking like that. Yeah, it's, it's like like everything. It's like Brittany Murphy died, and then they gave us Elizabeth Banks. Well, they murdered Brittany Murphy, but yeah, yeah, I know, really, dude. She was they, something they else, man. But um, so yeah, because I lived the Foxwood till eleven, and then I lived at Rosemont until thirteen, and then I foolishly did what I did, and then that was it. Yeah. But um, I hope to get my Rosemont apartment back pretty soon. That's what That's I'd cool. like to do. Nice. Um, I liked it. That one was fine. Yeah, dude, that was good. A cool spot. Yeah, it was. It's per, It's right off the University Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Big enough for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked it. Um, so what else did he have? But yeah, Zach and Mary is actually a good movie. People don't like it because it says porno in it. But it's actually it's like it. You know what? It's when the it's gross when the lady or the dude gets shit on. That's disgusting. You know what? I think it probably just piques people's interest. Interest, like it's kind of a cumbersome title, um, yeah. but it's like, oh, there's porno, or like somebody's gonna be. They know, <laughs> they know somebody someday is gonna be searching through like Netflix and be searching like porno, and it's gonna come up. And it's gonna be like, okay, I'll try this to see if there's. And to my recollection, I don't think there's any nudity in it. There is. Yeah. Not a ton, but there is. Um. So that that came out in like oh eight. Then he had, then this is the end came out, which everybody likes. I um, haven't seen that, but I know you've talked about that's like an all star cast, right? Oh yeah, that was that was before they all abandoned James Franco. 
on baseless uh, baseless accusations. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I don't know if you ever saw the movie The Night Before. It's him, Anthony Mackie, and Joseph Gordon Levitt. It's a Christmas movie. No. It's another really good Seth Rogen movie. Um, Travis and I really like that one. Then they had the interview. That was the one where Kim Jong Un or Ill, whoever it was at the time, like was mad about the movie coming out. Yeah. And then he had that movie Funny People with him and Adam Sandler, which is like a very depressing movie. It's not really funny. Yeah. Um, do you know like the premise of that movie? No. So the premise of that movie is Seth Rogen's like this amateur stand-up comedian, and Adam Sandler's like this huge movie star who finds out he has like a terminal illness. Yeah, you talked about and this. Yeah. Comedians under his wing, and then he finds out, and then he's like selling all this stuff and reconnecting with his old girlfriend, and she's is only talking to him because she thinks he's sick. And then he finds out that he's not sick anymore. And then like, he just turns into like a huge asshole. Again. <laughs> like, yeah. um, and like he had, he hired Seth Rogen to write his jokes for him and turns on him. And then Eric Bana is like his old girlfriend's husband and like beats the fuck out of him. And it's just like, um, but Aubrey Plaza's in it. Um, Jason Schwartzman's in it. Jonah Hill. Um, a bunch of people. It, it, it's a good movie, but it's, it's not, funny if it, the title is very yeah kind of like naked 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 lunch no yeah i know what a yeah what a what a farce <laughs> that was and uh, uh one of the other good seth rogan things was he was uh, his guest star role in the simpsons was really funny um he played homer's personal trainer in one of the episodes and it was funny huh. and then jonah hill was in the episode in that, in that same season beforehand playing like the legendary like prankster of springfield elementary school and they, they made it be like his prank on Skinner is what turned Skinner into like such a boring um, person. Hmm. But I don't know. One of, the, one of the problems with the Simpsons guest stars is that they used to play characters. Yeah. And then they started playing themselves. And yeah. that's when it's stupid. And then they finally have them playing like characters. You know what? I think that's whenever I'm not, I'm not, but I think that, yeah, that pretty well sums up like what I feel. It's almost like Poochie type stuff. Oh well, yeah, like Ricky Gervais should not show up to Springfield as Ricky Gervais. Think about this: if you, you know, if they should play characters, that's that's why it was. Yeah, fun. yeah, and like think about if you watch like some old sitcom, like from whatever era, and like a co-star or a guest star comes on, like they don't play themselves, like they play they play somebody else. Um. And if they did play themselves, it'd be like, wow, this is a sellout. Like, this is just like to boost ratings. Like, yeah, that's like, like, you remember that show, Just Shoot Me, which is really funny. Yeah. Well, Ray Liotta, like, came on and played Ray Liotta for like three episodes. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. But the girl in the show met him on, on a set of a movie he was doing. And like, that's why he played that. Or like when Donald Trump was on Spin City for an episode playing Spin Donald City. Trump, you know? Dude. Spin City was that's see that's similar that's like in a similar vein to like the Tony Romo thing. There was like a whole like great TV series and I'm I'm not saying it from my perspective like I couldn't tell you the first thing about it but like very popular but it was just like it started and it ended and it's just there forever a little time capsule. Oh yeah, and, that's, um, that's like news radio is like news radio is a really funny show but like same thing. Yeah, so like five years, and that's it. Same thing with Third Rock from the Sun, another great show. That that yeah. whole era of like sitcom was perfect because right before like everyone's squeamishness went through the roof. 
Yeah, like the late nineties, like mid to late nineties. Oh yeah, like think about it, like that seventies show, Third Rock from the Sun, News Radio, Just Shoot Me, yeah. Seinfeld, all the, all that hilarious stuff all on at the same time. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. News radio is really good. Dave Foley's hilarious. Yeah, so, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know too much about news radio. It's good. Um, I Steven, thought, you know what? And whenever you mentioned Spin City, I kind of thought of news radio, and I know they're separate, obviously. But they're that's a similar vibe. Everyone has yeah. suits on, like every episode. So that's, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, Spin City had that really hot um, secretary, though. Uh, all Something I can think of is Jennifer Esposito, I think. Was that Spin City was Michael J. Fox and anybody else? Uh, Michael J. Fox, a bunch of like side characters that you would know, but I can't think of their actor like names. Mm-hmm. All, all people that are like in the supporting roles. And then when Michael J. Fox got sick, they replaced him with Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Uh, Heather Locklear was on the show too. Who was? Heather Locklear. Oh, oh yeah. But yeah, when Michael J. Fox got sick, that's when they got Charlie Sheen to replace him. That's too bad. Whenever Harmon got, whenever Phil Harmon got killed, they replaced him yeah. with John. Um, John who? John Lovitz. Oh. Jealous? <laughs> yeah. I'm Picasso. <laughs> John Lovitz is just, I think he's hilarious. The Critic is like one of my favorite cartoons. It's so funny. Yeah. See, but, yeah, uh, that's yeah, that's a very good. The Critic's very good. Critic Duckman was hilarious too. Remember Duckman? I think so. Jason Alexander. Uh, yeah. Duckman. That was like the, also that weird era of like somewhat adult cartoons, but not like racy. Uh, Life with Louie. Yeah. <laughs> like, what getting blackmailed for getting a hand job in Arizona? He died, right? Oh yeah. After yeah. he was Christine Baskets on Bound Baskets. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched that. Baskets is such like an obscure show. Yeah, I haven't watched that, but I think I will. At some point, I will. Yeah, my parents like love it. That was hilarious. That's good. Because Louie Anderson's his mom, but like doesn't try to be like feminine at all. And <laughs> 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 you always just like chap. <laughs> and then then Zach Alvinakis has like this girl, like this Russian girlfriend. Is like she's like I know you're going to school to be a clown. Instead of clown, like says clown. It's just like the stupidest show. Like so stupid, it's funny. Like, what is it on HBO? Uh, I'm not sure. It was on IFC, so it's probably on one of those like free streaming, streaming. thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's just such like a a very weird. Like you have to be a certain kind of humor to think it's funny. Yeah, kind of like Portlandia, That's... where like if you don't get it, like you don't like it. But if you get yeah. it, yeah, you know. I do. I do really like Portlandia, but I can only do so much of it. Like a couple uh, a while ago, like I had some like free time, and I was like, you know what? I'll see if any of these shows are on. And it's just so ridiculous. I think Portlandia is best watched in just like clips. Yeah, it, I was about just about to say that Portlandia is best on like YouTube clips. Yeah. Like that one yeah. I, I sent you probably like a year ago in the, in the recording studio. Yeah. Yeah. And everything he says, he's like, this is what they used on Pet Sounds. He's <laughs> 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 always mentioning the Beach Boys album. Yeah. This uh, is what they on Pet Sounds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fred, I like to think that like everywhere you go, Fred Armisen is like one of the people like around you somewhere. You just have to look for him. Yeah, he's now, whenever you said like that, he looks like he should be deaf. That's like totally. That always, that totally. Always, 
There's, I mean, that is 100%. Yeah. Like, that's so accurate. <laughs> yeah. No, like Portland is, it's like I said, like if you get it, it's the therapy. If you don't get it, it's just like annoying. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's how people feel about comedy bang bang. Yeah. They my brother. Like comedy bang bang. Even after Reggie left, I thought it still was good. Uh, my, my, you know, my brother like hates comedy. I was so, bang bang. I was so surprised at that. He hates it so bad. I don't, don't know why. I, I thought I, that was something he would love. You know what? I've I've seen I I probably I haven't sit, like sat down and like watched a whole lot of it. It's like another one of those things that like I have a few favorite little clips. Um, like uh, Nick Kroll, whenever he well, does. Uh, yeah, yeah. Directional or is it the uh... omnidirectional? Is really good when Ty Burrell is there. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it's so, and you know what the best part about that? Like, and this is very, once again, very unique to me. Like, Mike, I have a cousin who's like, for the most part, pretty straight laced, and like he realized that like I will, I have seen comedy bang bang. And it's like, we catch up, we catch up on it. Like when Haley's comic comes around and we see each other, he's like <laughs> talking about Fabrice Fabrice. And it's just like, this brings us together. It's like, yeah, uh, my suit's made out of Elmo. I killed that. Yeah. Little yeah. Yeah. Nick, Nick Kroll's pretty good. He's funny. Yeah. He's a pretty so funny guy. Terrible. I, yeah. Um, he's funny in the league. Like Nick Kroll's funny. Big mouth. Yeah. Did you ever watch Big Mouth? That cartoon he has. Uh no. Uh, it's so absurd. It's so absurd. Yeah. I he think plays, you know what? Plays like it's about these like teenage kids going through puberty. Yeah. He plays like the hormone monster. Yeah. And it's just the most like deviant sexual stuff. Like it's so ridiculous. Yeah. But it's pretty funny. But yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he's good. He does when he does Ref Jeff. Oh, Ref Jeff is like even even the camera angle, like the panning out and panning in, yeah. and him and Jordan Peele like playing the two referees together. Yeah, it's so good. That like publicity was even funny. Oh, Juan Smart. Yeah, like is um Doctor Armand is so. <laughs> yeah, what channel is is that on? Because I watched it was on Comedy on... Central, so it's it's probably too. Okay. You know what? I can't. Yeah, whenever whenever we cut the cord. I couldn't watch yeah. that anymore, but oh my god, did I love that! Doctor Armand was so good. Publicity yeah. was so yeah. good. Bobby Bottle Service is hilarious. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, even Gigolo House was funny with him and uh, Jason Monzukas. Like, yeah, oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's Bobby Bottle Service, aka Bobby Bottle Service. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was funny on Parks and Rec too, and he played the, the disc jockey or whatever he was. You know what? I don't. I'm glad. Oh, I mean, I'm not saying we. Well, I'm glad we didn't talk about Parks and Rec because I don't know anything about it. I, well, I think I, I think that Zach wanted to be on that episode. Okay. Yeah. That. Yeah. I'm fine to pass on that or just be a an observer because. Well, you uh, can be. That's, you don't have to know anything about it to chime in. Yeah. You know? I do think. I do think that's one of the, one of them. Yeah. That's a that's a good part of the podcast is just to have somebody who's just like has no previous knowledge of it and have it just be explained to him. So I think that's yeah. good. That's no, uh, Amy. That's Amy Poehler, right? Yeah, it's her, uh, Chris Pratt, Aubrey Plaza, Nick Offerman, Aziz Ansari. Um, well, a bunch of people. It's great. I get... All right, what was Chevy Chase in? Community? Yeah, until he got fired for his racist... Yeah. Yeah. I'll see him tomorrow at Steel City Con. Oh, get out. I didn't know you were going. Yeah. 
What time? I'm not sure what time we're going because we're going to do a concert afterwards. So I'm not sure what time we're going to go. Is it in Monroeville? Yeah. So who are, who's going to be there? Uh, him, Elijah Wood, uh, the guy that plays Napoleon Dynamite, Beverly D'Angelo, um, some of the people from Karate Kid, Lance Hendrickson, Michael Bean, um, Charlie Hunman, if you know him. Um, just one of those kids from Stranger Things, like the, the kid who was the annoying asshole in those Verizon commercials. Okay. Where he'd be like, Yo, you, oh. you, you know what? You... you know what? When I saw that kid for the first time, is he a kid? I don't know. He might be like Andy Milanakis where he was like actually 40. When I, when I saw him for the first time, I was like, God, tell me why this person's being shoved down our throats. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, and I'm not like, yeah, I guess I am being a dick, but it's just like, am I that out of touch that I don't recognize who this person is? And I'm just like baffled as to, well, I mean, I don't, I don't have any of the streaming stuff, so I don't know like anything about any of those Netflix. I shit. know. I know. It's Paul Abdul is going to be there. That's cool. See, I wonder, I wonder if all those, is it a two day thing or a one day? Three. Oh man. So like, so it's Friday, them, Saturday, Sunday, but a lot of them say Saturday only or Yeah, yeah, that Saturday makes sense. Do, do you really um, think Chevy Chevy Chase is gonna be staying like in some like Hampton in in Monroeville for more than he has to? Well, there's like a real nice Hilton right like right next to the convention center. Yeah. His says Saturday and Sunday. That's why I never actually go because people like pile in there on the first night and like they're yeah. not all there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when we went last time, Adam got a picture with uh, Alicia Silverstone. Huh. But uh, he's he's gotten pictures with people. I don't because you have to pay to get the pictures and it's expensive. Yeah, that's kind of um, weird. I mean, no, I'm not saying it's weird. With Michael Bean, he's like in all like all these action movies I love, but like it's like seventy five bucks for a picture. Uh, see, okay, so this brings to my point like NFTs. I get it because people pay $75 for a picture with a celebrity. Yeah. Like I get, okay. So somebody says, Oh yeah, this picture, this digital copy of an image. I, well, I don't understand outside of money laundering, why it has to occur in cryptocurrency, but like, but like I get like somebody can attach some crazy stupid value to something that is literally worth nothing. And it's all about the, the promotion and the hype of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I hope XRP explodes. I got some. I got some XRP. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about it either. But uh, the what was his name? The financial advisor at work was like, "Yeah, it's just gonna blow up real soon. You should get some." So I bought hmm. some. But uh, who knows? But there's all those crypto billionaires that are coming up dead. What do you think about that? Uh, oh, I bet there's just that's probably representative of no. They're being found like hung and like. Murdered. Murdered? Well, yeah. Weird. Yeah. You um Zach had brought up the data mining thing. Yeah. Which I still can't like I still don't understand. Um but like that's crazy. Like because, you have to like un- you have to unlock it. Which but yeah, and you gotta imagine that that's so cutthroat that there's gonna be people that are targets and stuff. And if there's that much like if there's that much of a like a crazed desire to mine all this shit. Like yeah. you can't tell me that people aren't getting physical about stuff and, and rubbing people out. I mean, it's a well, high, like, there yeah. was that guy, it was this pizza guy 
who had bought like a bunch of Bitcoin when it was dirt cheap, like however many years ago. And he forgot the password to get into his account. Yeah. And like three times and it, it locks it and you lose it forever. Yeah, so you no thanks. Because you couldn't remember his password yeah. and lost like $400 million worth of that shit. There you go, pizza it's guy. Like, fucking idiot. Where's your password? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah tape. You know what? In his pizza delivery car, like, I don't have any regrets. It's like, yes, you do. I have, I have like the passcode to get into my truck. Um, and I, for the life of me, it's like a five digit number. And for the life of me, I cannot remember what it is. Like it's in my, the cards in my wallet. So like, but if the, if the wallet's in my truck, I'm screwed. But yeah. like, I can remember like any four digit number pretty well, but like five, it's just like, you know what? I'm going to choose not to. Store well, it's, this. It's, Cause it's like the rhythm of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No. And like, I explained it to a friend and I had like three sports figures. If I have to remember a, uh, a four digit number, I just think about two sports figures yeah. and, but three, I had to think like it was oh, Ronzi Contreras, like a crappy pirates pitcher, Pascal Dupuis, and then uh, uh, some obscure lineman for the Steelers. And it's just like, that can't That's remember. That. No. Yeah. No, I can't remember that. So, I don't know. There's going to be a time. I actually thought about taking Sharpie and writing it on uh, one of my tires. How would you see the black on black, though? Or are you going well, to use have, a silver one? You'd have to know. No, no. It'd be, it'd be black, but it's just like if you're looking for it, you can find it. Yeah. Um, but at that point, it's just like you're a freaking adult. You can't remember five numbers. I'll just put it as like a contact in your phone. Uh, yeah, I do have a, yeah, that's and they make something. The Pasco. Uh, could probably do that, but I don't know. I could do that. Or just call yourself and leave yourself a voicemail with the Pasco. <laughs> yeah. No, I've thought about, I've thought about how I'm going to do this. Yeah. Uh, Nick Hickson, he used to do that in the days, early days of cell phones. If he thought of lyrics, he would call himself and leave them on the, on his voicemail. That's like, um, John Tesh. Whenever yeah. he's yeah, he so, came uh, up with a round ball rock. That's oh. that's the that's the um, NBC basketball NBC NBA on NBC basketball theme song. Da 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 he plays what happened was he called a friend in the middle of the night and he's like, Hey, I have an idea for a song. Let me just record it here. And he just like mouths it out just like I did. And he plays that original recording, like at this concert and um, it became round ball rock. That's a cool song. Yeah. Uh, The incubus alive at red rocks DVD is like one of my favorite live DVDs ever. Yeah. Red rocks is a pretty cool place. Well, I I mean, I haven't seen, yeah. The Incubus DVD is cool because they shot it from like with like five different cameras. Mm-hmm. And so on the DVD, you can change what camera you're looking at. That's cool. So it's, yeah, it's really cool. Plus the show is just, it was like from 2004 and it was just fucking awesome. Um, I'd like to go there sometime. I, I want to go to Sedona sometime and walk on the red sand. Yeah, you know, I don't know much about like the high desert. Like, I well, love like the, the high whole, desert. There's a whole hiking trail there where it's all just red sand. Mm-hmm. You can you walk it like in your bare feet. Hmm. Crazy. Um, they, like all that hiking out west freaks me out because you hear about like oh there was a flash flood, 
if it's just like <laughs> i mean it is just i mean i'm not being a wimp about it but it's just like there's no like people. out there like not not the hiking here is like not treacherous but out there it's like something's gonna get you yeah like yeah, here you see, like, you're pretty yeah. safe but something's not gonna get you yeah out there it's like yeah something might grab you or you might get stuck in bad weather or like a fire or something mm-hmm. yeah no well yeah people like the sun goes down and it drops to like 31 degrees and people get hypothermia and yeah. no, no thanks dude I mean, I, no, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't go do it, but it's just like, yeah, no, that's me being a wimp. Like, yeah, definitely go do it. Yeah, no, we want to take a RV trip to Yellowstone and go hiking. That'd be cool. That's the price of gas will be for that trip will be astronomical. <laughs> yeah, you know, in an RV, an RV, I think would be cool to go to go on a trip on an RV. I think that'd be pretty cool. Well, what I want to do, um, and we're like planning it out, is like I want to RV there and then like fly home. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Take take like the four day, four and a half day drive, hike for like a few days, and then just fly home. Yeah. Yeah. You ever hear about like people that walk, uh, hike the Appalachian Trail? No. That starts, um, I don't know, it's like 1,300 miles. It goes from Maine to Georgia. And um, what people will do in like hell, like call it, February in Georgia, they'll set off on this hike up to Maine and they'll finish in like July. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's just like, it's probably like one of the most arduous hikes. How can and, you like afford to do that? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Well, yeah, seriously. Like how uh, can you, you be like, Hey, work, I'm going to be gone for five months. Well, you know what? That's a subset. Of, I mean, well, yeah, there's, there's people that, that can do that. I mean, help yeah. retired people young people that have that freedom and stuff. And, um, but, um, it's, I mean, it's an incredible physical like feat. And for me, my thing would to not have the comforts of a home bathroom and shower for me, that's kind of like a cornerstone. See, I can, I can get by without the shower for that amount of time, but not, I I, I could not go that long without using like an actual bathroom. Well, no, hell no, dude. Months without a shower, like hell no, dude. I, I mean, you I, still get you still get clean, but I, yeah. I mean, like not like an actual like human well, shower. Well, the thing is, is that this trail is so heavily like everybody does it that like there are stop like there's camping campgrounds, there's yeah. showers and stuff. So it's like you can I, do I it. could I can tell you right now I couldn't just go to the bathroom like in the woods for five months. I couldn't. Oh no, dude! And yeah, my everything with me is too finely honed in and calibrated that it's just <laughs> like, and and um, yeah, the, and no, I don't want to be hungry. I don't want to. I don't want to like. I don't care about that. It's more or less like the defecating, and the yeah. uh, the feeling of like because if you didn't get like a a, a, a proper shower for that long, yeah. you know, how, like gross, you would just feel. Oh yeah, and um. To me, also, the sleeping thing would be because, uh, like, just for shits, like, this summer I slept in our hammock and yeah. it, it was not like it was not enjoyable. It was just like, yes, I know why we've evolved to spend a whole lot on mattresses and stuff, like, because that's nice. See, the um, sleep thing wouldn't bother me because I don't really, my sleep uh, shit anyway. So for me, I wouldn't, I could, I could be fine with that. Oh, uh, dude. My, I could probably sleep on jagged rocks, to be honest. Like, I wouldn't care. You know what I have is, 
and this could be placebo. I mean, like in my mind, which I guess all placebos are, but like it's a nasal spray originally to help me stop snoring. It, it's like a steroid that stops or it lessens the inflammation on that flap of meat in your throat that <laughs> flops around. And, yeah. and it doesn't, but like that helps your breathing overnight. And I swear, like I, like and just like get the best sleep like as a result whenever i like utilize that um oh it's the best my heart rate gets super low so that's that yeah sleep sleep's always like a struggle and it's like i can function without much sleep but it's just like i don't know um i've got more or less like my brain just won't like shut off yeah uh well hell oh you're talking about uh how thoughts uh aren't ever truly yours like that's that not, I mean, not all thoughts. Though. Some thoughts are definitely, yeah, yeah. but I, I, it's just like I, I don't know. It just like zips around all day long. So like, yeah, that's why I, I fall asleep sometimes. So like, I put like rain sounds on YouTube or mm-hmm. stuff like that, which helps. I can't have like absolute silence. To me, that like I, I can't sleep when it's like completely quiet. No, uh-uh. um, I've fallen asleep to Mothership Connection. Really? Yeah. What episode? I couldn't even, I can't even remember. I think it's, you know, maybe, like, maybe it was, like, yeah, one of the times, definitely one of the times has been, like, when you've had a new release, and you release (laughs) it, like, late at night, and, like, I just happen to be up, and I see it, and I put it on, Um, but somebody, uh, I told that to somebody that I, like, would fall asleep to, and they were like, that's like falling asleep on a roller coaster. How could you do that? Well, it's not like my episodes are that exciting, you know. Well, uh, no, just like so many like punctuations of yeah. like important hilarity that it's just like <laughs> how how can you like go into a lucid state and like not react? Like, there's actually one time I was doing something at work, like I was lifting something strenuous, and like I just started laughing, like as, as I was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, you can listen to some Viking Christmas music. Uh, I do. Uh, I do. The, I do the police scanner a good bit. Um, yeah, YouTube Viking Christmas music, and this isn't meant to be like weird or funny. Yeah, um, but we had it on yesterday. It was like actually really like relaxing and soothing. Hmm. I bet. Yeah, we um, a movie, and there's the first movie I've walked out of in my entire life. What's that? Uh, this movie was called Violent Night, mm-hmm. uh, and it was like a Santa Claus slasher film. Oh, great. We ended up leaving like a half hour into it because it was so so bad. Don't don't you kind of love whenever movies are just like terrible? It was and so like, horrible. And that was the first it, time in my life I've ever walked out of a movie. Okay, like, and you just love the idea that you're sticking it to these like Hollywood types that were just this whole time like thinking this is so brilliant. This, yeah. is gonna be a, this is going to be a classic. And then it's just like, no, dude, this blew. And you blew $100 million on this. <laughs> yeah. And it's just yeah. like, what What a terrible waste of resources. Yeah, it was For bad. what? For what? $100 million. What I understand, yeah, you're paying key grips and gaffers and shit. And you're, <laughs> making, you're making jobs. But it's just like, boy, if that's not like money laundering, like I don't know what is. Ukraine. Yeah, but uh, no. I mean, I mean, they, Hollywood can withstand multiple flops. They don't fucking care. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, not everything has to be hit out of the park. 
But it, it was, yeah, it was just severely boring and terrible and just fucking dumb. It was, it was like I was weird. I was like annoyed sitting there because it was yeah. so bad. Yeah. And I've sat through some pretty bad movies, and, that, <laughs> and I didn't leave. But that one was I. I we just had to go. It was bad. No. So anybody out there listening, don't go see Violent Night. Um, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. I should have known John Leguizamo was in it, so I should have known it was bad. I thought, you know what, that's funny you mentioned him, because I thought you had mentioned him earlier in this podcast, but I immediately realized that you didn't, but yeah, it was my him, mind. It was him, Beverly D'Angelo, and David Harbour. And I like David Harbour, but it was just such a bad fucking movie. Yeah. John Leguizamo was one of was Luigi, right? In the yeah. live, yeah. And now that you say that, uh, Seth Rogen is playing Donkey Kong in the Mario Brothers movie. Oh. Charlie from The Toy Sunny is Luigi, and Chris Pratt is playing Mario. Huh. Yeah. You'd think they'd get somebody a little more physically representative. And I'm not one of these people that's well, a it, representation. It's, cartoon. it's like digital animation. They're just doing the voices. Oh. Yeah. Seth Rogen was also Pumbaa in The Lion King, the live-action Lion King. Really? Which was such a bad movie. Yeah, no. They had Beyonce play, like, the female lion, Nala. Mm. Oh, they put a whole nice. bunch of, like, girl power songs in the movie. And oh, made... good. Same thing with the Aladdin remake. They put a bunch of girl power songs in that, too. It pissed everybody it, off. Because, you know, um, Aladdin's uh, culture, or Aladdin's implied culture is so respected to respect the oh, women. precise. Precise. And, uh, and... In the Lion King, um, yes, the female is definitely the head of the pride. Uh huh. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, they don't. They don't. They suspend all reality when they're pushing that shit down your throat. Yep. They all, okay. all they want to do is put all these Mary Sues and everything. And what they don't understand is, like, in order to have a strong female character, you don't have to have like weak male characters. Or did you know and that it's a Gorney Weaver and Alien? She was the main character, strong female character. Didn't have wasn't a Mary Sue, and didn't have to shit all over the men the male characters. Same thing with uh, Kate Beckinsale in Underworld. She's the main character. She's a girl. She's awesome, and she doesn't. They don't make all the men the male characters bumbling idiots. Same thing with yeah. Alita Battle Angels. The main character is female. Don't make all the male characters stupid. That's yeah. what they don't understand is people don't want this shit shoved down their throat, and that goes for everything. You know. I think one of your listeners has said before that we are the greatest minority. And who was that? Um, somebody that you tried to invite. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it is. We, yeah. It is. Yeah. Nothing that can be done about it. I can do a whole podcast on the uh, on that, but I, maybe I will. I think we for that one we should use uh, voice altering mechanisms. <laughs> I would, you know I what? I may get daughter, it, God, the whole time. Hey, if I get a couple bucks for Christmas, I may go and see if I can get a voice box. What, like a real one or just like a novel? Yeah, a real one. App you, can, you can get an app that'll alter your voice. Adam and I used to do that. Um, but I want one that sounds like an FBI informant. That's just like <laughs> that's what I want. No, I was I was gonna do an episode where it's like a roundtable discussion, but it's just like me and all the characters I do, like all <laughs> like within like the uh, discussion. That um, would be a that'd be that'd be hard to keep that up. I think I could do it. Uh, I don't know what I would work. do. Hmm? 
that's a lot of work to just like keep that going. Why? Well, I mean, I could, I could definitely do it and do it in my head all day. Uh, you know what? Yeah. And for me, I think what I'd have to do is just have a lot of like background white noise to just yeah, like, okay. as if I'm, if oh, yeah. so this part of this movie, it's like, Oh yeah, that part. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. tell me that part from my daughter, my or daughter, go back and forth with all the different characters and be like, Oh, I like that part of the movie too. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I, totally I, could go, I could probably go for a couple hours. I think you could. Oh, I, I know I could. But could the listeners keep up? I don't know if the listeners could. Uh, it may be something that people would back away from. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if they back away. They might just do some dishes while they're listening. Uh, I have while listening. Huh? I have done dishes while listening. Yeah. No, I think I could do it. I, I think I could do stand-up with all those characters. I don't know how successful it would be, but I could definitely put together a good, like, seven minutes of that. Put me on, like, a totally... In a totally foreign town or anything. I bet I could get up and stand up. But, like, if you put me 25... Where I live. Oh, I, I would go do it at the improv. No, no... I would. Why not? Well, I mean, the honest reasons. I mean, for me, I don't, I don't just like. Shit. I mean, what do I have to? Do? <laughs> no, I know. I'm a performer. I would say so. I would say I'm a performer. You are a performer. Yeah, I perform many of them. But you've done very well with this podcast. Like in terms of putting and, like putting it out there and like really spending time talking about stuff. You've done a great job. I mean, it's only halfway through season 19. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. I have not gone back to listen to a lot of the early stuff, though. Yeah, don't bother. I, I did like a few months ago. It's, they're, it's pretty it's not that funny. It's kind of, yeah. I mean, well, it's kind of like one of those things you, you listen to it a couple of times and it's like, all right, I've already heard that. Well, like, I, was, I was feeling it out. There's definitely yeah. some episodes that be like on the highlight reel. And there's yeah. definitely oh, some yeah. episodes that could be cutting the floor, but that's fine. I think, I don't know if you could ever do a super cut episode where it's just like a great. I wish I knew how to edit, like how to edit these good. Yeah. Yeah. And then have some, I, I should just go on Fiverr and pay somebody to like, Grab all the good clips out. Um, what Best I was, of rants. You know, it would be really good is if you had a podcast. Like, you know how you play music? If you had one device just playing one of your podcasts and like two of us or three of us were just like talking about the podcast, but it would be like a conversation with four people because like, so we'd be like talking, we would talk, we'd be talking like two podcast Garrett in the podcast, but you would be there talking as well as would I and another person. So it'd be like a four person conversation with three literal people, but oh, yeah. the podcast. Yeah. so it, it would, I don't want to say it's even like a director's cut, but it would be more like, just like a extended, I don't know. See, that's analysis. something I could do. I could open up a Patreon and I, I could do that for the Patreon. Does that mean people would have to pay? Yeah, I would charge like a dollar a month. 
or yeah or just like mail people a dollar and be like hey just mail this back to me <laughs> and then listen i'm surprised that doesn't happen more often or maybe that does when it's just like free trial yeah now a lot of those youtube people do a patreon where they'll do like my patreon's five dollars a month and you get like two extra videos there hmm. you know some of those people make so much fucking money on YouTube. Yeah. It's insane. Well, probably the top 10%. That Aaron Dowdy guy whose videos I love and watch all the time, mm-hmm. his videos, you can go on that site. After, it's, I forget what it's called. It's something Saber. And it'll tell you exactly what people are making off their YouTube channel. Yeah. And he makes around $2,000 a day off of each of his videos. Yeah. He has like a thousand videos. Yeah. Isn't that insane? Yeah. No, no, it's that's crazy. (laughs) You know, it's just like it's it's like there's money to be spent like out there, and it's just like find find like who's gonna spend it. Yeah, and good for him because he's he's awesome. I love that fucking dude. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like two thousand dollars a day off of each video he has, and he has over a thousand videos. It's crazy. He went, he went from being a shoe salesman at Nordstrom's to being like a gazillionaire off of YouTube. You know, I mean, and um, I'm sure that the Nordstrom's experience like uh, helped pave his way in terms of like perseverance and stuff. But like I've heard that is a like if you're selling shoes at Nordstrom's, like I'm pretty sure it's all commission. Yeah, he was like bank off commission there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like people people do well, and it's like think about that. Like think about like Al Bundy sold shoes. But like, yeah. if you're somebody that can, that can, because these ladies go in the Nordstroms, like they're gonna spend money. They need money, and it's like you have the ability to like charm the pants off these ladies and get them to buy shit. And get like thirty percent of their yeah two thousand dollar purchase. Yeah, and it's like you know what, dude, you know what these yeah. people do well with that. And it's just like man, and that's the thing. Like yeah, the money's out there. It all depends on where you land, too. Like, Al Bundy wasn't making commission at his little store in the mall. No, no. Uh-uh. Like, pay less shoes, but that dude was making it at the high-end place. Yeah. That's the same thing with being a line cook at McDonald's or being a line cook at a fucking at the high hold. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's the, same, it's the same dynamic. It's like wherever yeah. you end up landing. What was kind of – this sort of distressed me. Like, yesterday I was driving back from Ohio, and, like, on 2230, like, I saw, like, a little – concrete mixing plant and it was literally like a silo with like a couple other pieces of equipment and it was like you know like that's a pretty big investment for somebody to like purchase that equipment and get it operational and it's like but there's somebody not far from here that probably has 10 times the amount of equipment and makes that much more money on margin just due to scale and it's like it's like holy hell like what a rat race of just like keeping up and trying to make money yeah it's i don't know that's why i think it's like when you get to a certain point it's just like i have enough you know yeah but i mean it's like do i really need to open up the uh, this additional location well you know and here's the thing version and you know what i feel like it's the same thing with like these nfl players and this could just be a further test of human nature it's just like no, you know what? You have the ability to open up another chicken restaurant here to have an even bigger market share of the whole area. And at some point, yeah, it's not so much about about the money. The money's more of just kind of a measuring stick. Like, it's just like, no, I, I have this much of a hold on this area. Like, I will sell, like, this much more concrete than that guy. And that's going to be my legacy. So I think for 
a lot of people, it ends up being a legacy thing. And it's like mm-hmm. the money, like, yeah, you can only spend so much in a given day, but like your legacy well, of it all. Yeah, I've said this like a million times. For me, like the only reason I'd ever want to be like, quote unquote, rich is so you would have control over your time. Yeah, yeah. That, that's where that's where the real wealth is, is being able to do what you want when you want. Yeah. Like if yeah. I say if I came into a bunch of money, I wouldn't be buying fancy fucking shit. I would be like, good, I can go do what I like to do now, whenever I like to do it. Yeah, and I think that's you, know? you put you you can put that back. I don't want to say in the face because I don't want to make it seem confrontational. But when somebody says like, oh, happy money isn't about happiness, or happiness isn't about money, yes, like somebody, you you can very easily counter with, hey, look, if you're not making any money and you can't even get away on a weekend to go do something like you're not happy so like money money itself doesn't buy happiness but it buys you free time which is happiness. yes and it unlocks it unlocks opportunity whatever opportunity it may be imagine having to set an alarm again in your life yeah and you'd be like you know i'm I'm gonna get up at 11 and do whatever the fuck i want to do or i'm gonna get up at 7 a.m and do what i want to do it doesn't matter or no you know what to that point about getting up at 11 Okay, how many days can you do that in a row? And it's just like, well, like, done being like a sloth. Like, and I'm not saying that's but it's a sloth. Like, it's thing. not even being a sloth. Like, if you don't have to get up in the morning, like, you're not going to go to bed. You know? Yeah, but you that's just... not necessarily a good arc for. I mean, anybody can do. I mean, hell, there could be people that are, be, are incredibly productive in all their other time that they're awake. I don't know. You can still back... be productive if you get up at eleven. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know that wasn't yeah. really. Yeah. But it's just like you know, if you because the reason people go to bed early is so they got to fucking get up. Yeah. If there's no expectation of half having to get up early, yeah. then you're not gonna you can stay up late and do whatever you want, or you can go fucking. I'm gonna go drive to Georgia for no reason, you know. <laughs> like I yeah, I've been you know, you know what I want a bag of Doritos. I think I'm gonna go get them in Atlanta. I will see you guys in a few days. Yeah. You know, do whatever you want, or like I'm gonna go visit my friend in uh, I don't know Mozambique. See yeah. ya. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go tour a shoe factory in Italy. I'll be back next month. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Like, just not having to be on like some schedule is like that. That would be the best part of like hitting the lottery. You know what? Your expenses go through the roof, though. If that's like what well, you're... you're a fucking idiot. Though. Yeah. You know, taking a yeah. three day trip to Georgia. That's gonna be what a couple couple no, thousand. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the key, like, I would if I ever hit the lottery, I would buy the house I grew up in. Get a fucking Jeep Cherokee, and that would be like my splurge. Yeah, that would be <laughs> live still live normally, and that way you're, you're never gonna run out of money. You know, I'd probably try to. I'd probably buy up like the intellectual property of a whole bunch of CMU students and be like, <laughs> seriously, seriously, and be like, hey, what's your idea? Like, here's the money, and just be like a Shark Tank dude. Yeah. No, I would. If I ever hit the lottery, I'd, my first stop would be 151, and I would be like, "Here's double the price of the house. Get the fuck out of here." Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. That's exactly what I would do. I'm like, "Here's a check. Here, this is twice as much the house is worth. You have 90 days to get the fuck out." You have 90 days. That's what they. That's what they do for foreclosures and stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, "Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> I'll pay for the U-Haul. Just leave now. Leave now." And you just like go take a nap in the front yard. Oh yeah, like this is or mine take now. Take a shit in the front yard. Who did that? Mm. Yeah, you'd be like, I did this. It's like time that I do it again. 
Yeah, I would love to just go there, but can I walk through here for like two minutes, please? Uh, you know what? I've thought I would about love that. To do. I would like, love. To. Yeah, I've like I. There's only been I think like we're only the third owners here, and like the first owners were here for like sixty years, and like so I'd probably like welcome them in. The next people that were here, it's like you guys aren't like you guys were here for like three years. Like you don't have any core memories here. Yeah. But um, I remember I'm when I was like, I'm sorry, I grew up here. Can I just walk through the house for five minutes? Yeah, I'd probably have a breakdown. It's like you see that fence. I built that. Yeah. See that yeah. deck? Yeah, we're building that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know I what? You know what? You know what's really? You know what's really sad is that like to those people. It's they don't care. Like, it's just a deck. Yep. It's just a fence. And you know what? They yeah. may be thinking about replacing that fence. Yeah. I planted but a tree. Me... I planted a tree in my backyard growing up. And like someday somebody's gonna be like, Yep, we're gonna knock that thing down. Yeah, I think they, they cut down the tree at our house on the left hand side. Yeah. And then they I think I think they took the pool out too. Yeah. I know that they made the shed different. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, I would. I would love it. Big. Let me come into my fucking house, please. Yeah. No, that's weird because it's the house you grew up in. So, like, that's still like in your mind, like mm-hmm. that's your house, you know? Yeah. yeah. A lot of good times at one fifty one. Totally, dude. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. And, you know, like I look around, and, like there's some like young kids around and stuff, and it's in my neighborhood now, and it's just kind of, and I'm not like there's no judgment or anything. It's just like soak it up, dudes. You know how many goals I scored in that driveway? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. You know it was kind of funny. The other day I was driving into work, and it was like pre-dawn, and it was trash day, so everybody's cans were out, and I saw some teenage kid at like six thirty in the morning like walking out to the trash can like in the dark put something in there and walk back in so it's like what is this kid hiding it's 6 30 in the morning <laughs> he's creeping out to the trash can like 15 minutes before it gets picked up that he has to get off property it's just like, probably yes beat off and do a bunch of condoms yeah something. yeah something yeah something like that it's just like i gotta get this out of here and it's just gonna be somebody else's trash in 10 minutes <laughs> not That's like I'm, i sold a bunch of my old hockey jerseys on ebay yeah. And I, I was at the post office, and there's like this really, really hot girl in front of me with like a bunch of like small, probably a stack of like twenty small shipping envelopes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this girl is probably mailing her underwear to people. Yeah. I was like, that's probably what she's doing. Yeah. She was like smoking hot, had like this huge stack of like panty size envelopes. Yeah. And I'm like, she's probably selling her underwear to people. Yeah. It's funny. Hey, you know, people pay. Yeah, I sold my uh, two Calgary Flames throwbacks, and then I sold my uh, Islanders Gordon Fisherman jersey. No way. Yeah. Some dude bought two of those three. Like, I posted them, and some guy bought two of them within, like, five minutes of me putting them on eBay. Really? I was pretty happy about that. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I have, my Florida sure, Panthers. I have my throwback Florida Panthers on there. It's been on there for, like, a month, and nobody's bought it yet. It'd be funny if James now spot it. <laughs> That and I wanted to put my Russian penguin one on there, but there's a uh, there's like rust stains on it that I can't get off. I have my Russian I penguin. I, I have I a white one. I wish I had the red one you had. That was better. Yeah, I um, I bought it. I bought it for twenty bucks off some dude in Monongahela. 
Um, <laughs> and I remember I was, I think I told you this. I was so pissed off because like I sent the money, like I won the bidding. I sent the money. It was 20 bucks and it took like four weeks for me to get it. And I was so pissed off writing shitty emails and stuff. <laughs> and like the guy's wife wrote me back and she's like, I'm sorry, Reno was his name. He has been in the hospital for like four weeks. Like, I'm sorry. His name is, yeah, his name is Reno Bardelli. Um, yeah. I guarantee, like, I could probably Google Reno Bardelli obituary and, like, he probably died, like, right around the time I bought yeah. that. As soon as you got home from shipping yeah. it. Some little Italian guy who's just like, I'm over. <laughs> I'm over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's man. like when, yeah, because I wanted to sell the rush one, but I, just, I can't get the rust stains. I must have wore it to hockey practice one time or something. Yeah, there's a couple. I have a new jersey where like the the I was gonna sell that too, but like the the logo on the front's like so like about yeah. to fall on. Like, yeah. Then there's like yeah. a starter, like a throwback starter Penguins jersey I have, um, that I wanted to sell too, but for some reason I'm like I'm not gonna sell this. I didn't um, sell any Penguin ones. I remember I had a. Uh... Like, I used to have, like, the first jersey I got was, like, the Golden Triangle Penguin. And it yeah. was, like, and it was, like, you know, the size for it was just, like, you can wear it with a T-shirt. And it's, like, yeah. But then I started wearing it, like, under goalie equipment. And it, it was just, like, so tight. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, yeah. I beat that. I beat that poor jersey up. I'm pretty sure my mom was mad. I don't know if she was mad or not. But. You guys could use that. You know, yeah, what? totally. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just like, yeah, yeah. When it graduated to like street hockey stuff, like goalie stuff, it was like it was pretty well beat. I remember that night when you were like jumping on me on your porch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Brett Favre jersey. <laughs> yeah, no, you came up with the the goalie equipment on, and we're like jumping on yeah. the uh, yeah, couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because we were like, I think it was Kyle or somebody. We we're like, where is he at? And like, you like came across that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jump, uh, and I I broke the uh, broke furniture. the tree. Yeah, I felt terrible about that. Snapped off a little ornamental thing. Yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, I have so many fucking penguin jerseys. I probably have like twelve. That's cool. Yeah, I got all different kinds. No, I probably have more than that because I have three of them. I have framed hanging up in my room. Um, I have a flurry one and a, a Lemieux one and the Yager one that are framed hanging in my room. Um, then I have a whole fucking tote full of other jerseys. Nice. And the only non penguin one I have is, or non hockey one I have is a Greg Lloyd Steelers jersey. I know that, that, I've, that I've never worn. Speaking of Tupperware's full of stuff, I have, my mom had, has Tupperware's full of like untouched CDs. As well as DVDs that I'd like to, for you to have a look at, like, wow. yeah, you can you can have like I looked at them, my brother looked at them, like we took what we wanted, and um, like yeah, dude, I really want you to have a look because you and they're all pristine now. They are like CDs that are just loose, um, yeah, but they've been in like the hopper, like the C automatic CD changer for the past twenty five years, so like they haven't <laughs> been, they haven't been touched. So it's just like, yeah. so it's just like, they're perfect. And like, I got, what I did was like on Thanksgiving, I got out like me, I don't know, probably 30 CDs out of like a thousand. And yeah. I just put them in like a paper, like a lunch brown bag. And, um, and they're perfect. I mean, they're fine. They're not, there's no gremlins in there scratching them up. So it's, but yeah. then I put them, yeah. then I 
I went and found my CD holder for my car and I put them in there. And now I drive around with two CD holders in my car. Yeah. Now I, I remember how crazy that was doing that. Yeah. Now it's so spoiled now with the uh, Bluetooth and everything. Yeah. Now, the last summer I sold like a ton of my CDs to that declutter place. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you saying that. They take as many as I wanted them to. So I still have a bunch, but now you can't now they have to probably be in the jewel casing, right? Yeah, because you have to scan the barcode. Yeah, because I'm serious, dude. I would like if I could, I'd probably sell every one of these. Like, I mean, even if I got a penny, it'd be end up being a hundred. Well, they, I, the ones that they accepted for me, I ended up getting like three hundred seventy-five bucks out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have them all. I have them all. They're either I either have burnt versions of them or I have them on my hard drive. So it's like, you know, I kept I kept the ones from like my favorite bands and like the cases and everything, but. All the other stupid stuff that I don't care about, like I just got rid of. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was weird, like the amount of money you would get for like certain things. Yeah. Like a CD that I thought would like give me a lot of money got me like a nickel. Yeah. And then a TI CD got me like twelve bucks. <laughs> it's really? Like, and it's like, why? Like, why is that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why was that the case? Yeah, probably like yeah, scarcity of a certain. Yeah. Santana was like a Ford CD like compilation thing that got I literally got like a nickel for it. Uh-huh. And a PI, it's like third album, Urban Legend. I got twelve dollars for it. Yeah. <laughs> now you might see me in the street, but you don't know me. That's good, dude. I do yeah, like I had four different careers. Yeah, wasn't he an actor? He was in. Yeah, he was in Ant Man. He was in some other stupid movie. Um, They're all actors to begin with. He was in some movie with Common. I feel. I like Common. Mm-hmm. The light, the light is like always one of my favorite hip hop songs. Great song. That and it was all good just a week ago by Jay Z. Mm. It's like all the non Jigga era um, Jay Z stuff is good. Jigga who? Yeah. Jigga what? I know this isn't him, but uh, you want me to boom, jaboom, jaboom, <laughs> fatty girl, fatty girl, fatty girl, fat as a bitch, fat as a bitch. And that little Cool J's line where he says he's got more nut on her face than graffiti in the wall or on oh, the yeah. wall. There you go, Al. James. Mm-hmm. That's what it's for. What a guy. Yeah. Yeah, last weekend, last Saturday, Jaw Rule and Nelly were playing a show in Pittsburgh. You were talking about that. How crazy. Uh, yeah, Betty I guarantee you it was horrible. <laughs> like, I guarantee you it was a, it was an absolute joke. Rap concerts are an absolute joke. Yeah, I've never. I don't think I've ever been to one. I've been to two, and they were both bad. <laughs> so, like, like, I can only imagine the acoustics can't be the best. Well, it's like they're not. It's just not the same because they're not. They don't care about the performance. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you go to a rock show or, like, any other genre, like, they care about the performance. And you go to, like, a live rap show, they don't fucking care. No. You know? Come out wearing fancy clothes, throw money, and, like, get the lyrics wrong and leave. Like a high school play. It'd be funny if, yeah, that was, like, what high school plays have evolved into, just, like, cash (laughs) giveaways. (laughs) Silent auctions. Yeah. Like, man, high school presents Jaw Rule. The play. <laughs> but, uh, 
But, um, I probably have like five minutes if that, man. Yeah, I'm getting pretty parched. I'm out of water, so. I'm eyeing up a hot dog, one of the leftover ones, that I was like, you know what, I'll probably eat this right before the podcast. <laughs> but now I'm going to eat it after. It's like Rafi on the league and his pocket dogs. Yeah. He always has a hot dog in his pocket. Um, on uh, Trailer Park Boys, uh, somebody has like homemade hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like on Simpsons with Marge's homemade Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. It's not thick, but it's, the price is right. I'm getting a, uh, we're getting a soda stream for Christmas, which I'm kind of excited about. Oh, cool. They have like Pepsi and Mountain Dew and stuff. No. Well, I'm, yeah. And I'm I, like, I drink all the carbonated water. Like it's my job. And even yeah, just like, even just straight up like soda water with lemon. Yeah. Like, I hate that. I don't oh, like, so, like carbonated water at all. Oh, dude. That is so, for like, me, I love the purpose. The whole purpose of water is to be smooth and cool and refreshing. Uh, a good burp from it. Like, oh, man. <laughs> You know what I like? It like Giant Eagle. They'll have the those carbonated waters. They'll have like a liter of it, and yeah. it's like it's like sixty nine cents. And it's just like I'll take five and hand them a five and keep the change and oh, chug one of those in the parking lot. I don't care if it's warm. There's certain like root beer, for example, it's, it's good warm or cold. I'll tell you what, man. We've been something with ginger ale is fine if it's cold or warm. Yeah. Um, Chick-fil-A. Anytime we nope. get chick anytime we get Chick-fil-A, I'll get uh, a root beer with it. And it's just like the most magical thing ever. Like it hits uh so I oh I do love root beer. Oh yeah, me too. I never had Chick-fil-A though. Yeah, you know, um I don't know, there's some spicy chicken sandwich that's good. And it's a chicken sandwich yeah. and it works. And I'll tell you what, man, people line up around the corner for that place, dude. Oh, the one in Robinson has like yeah. a fucking like an airport person, like directing traffic. It's, I mean, like, the, and I don't know. I've never been the one to, like, go through the, like, motions of ordering it. So I can't sit here and say those people are sitting there forever. But it's just kind of like, I don't, I'm line averse. Like, if I see a line, it's just like, nope, not worth it. And it's just like every time I pass Chick-fil-A, it's just like, no. Like, I mean, there's no difference between sitting in line at the drive-thru or, like, sitting at your table waiting for your food. No, that's true. That that's really true, and we do put a uh, an unfair, um, an unfair level of expect expectations on the fast food stuff. Maybe it shouldn't call it fast food. I mean, fast food's pretty fucking gross. I drove out of the McDonald's uh, <laughs> drive-through the other day. I pulled no, I pulled up to the speaker and was there for probably like I don't know. It seemed like a long time, and just nothing was happening. Like nobody was yeah. talking. And I just got out of there and went down, went down to the next McDonald's. To... Yeah, that's happened to me at the one in Imperial before. Yeah, and it's just like, what are you going to do? You're going to be shitty to the guy behind the microphone who's struggling to do eight things. Like it's just well, that's, that's the thing too. They expect like I, I can't believe they expect the girl working the speaker to also be getting your drink and working the register. Yeah, yeah, no. Just like when that's... you go to Dollar General and they're like, they have to stock and work the register. Yeah, they, I hear that. I hear that about hear that about Aldi, where it's like, for the longest time they always advertise like good fare, like labor rates and everything, like comparatively. Um, but from what I've heard, it's like incredibly physically demanding. Oh yeah, like they pay the rent well, but it's it's also like a horrible job. Yeah, no, I mean, and I've never I've said this is like my disclaimer and everything. I've never worked in the kitchen, and I've never worked in a like a grocery store, and I can imagine those two places are just like hell, like in certain aspects. Because like grocery stores, like 
got to be, you're open all the time. You got to be open. Like you've got to yeah. be open Christmas Eve. You've got to be open and it doesn't matter. Like people are going to be there to buy shit and um, restaurants. It's like, no matter what, like the meatloaf that you're preparing is not as good as one out of 10 people's persons that walk in through that door who love their meatloaf a certain way. And it's like, no matter what you're going to piss, like somebody's not going to like, it's just no way, dude. Yeah. I used to love working Christmas Eve at Haas's. Yeah, we would be up. We would only be up until like two. Yeah, and so it was so simple. And like, the, like only the regulars would come in. Yeah, so it was like the easiest day of the year. I used to love it. Yeah, no, I bet. And you know what? Like for places to be open and stuff, like it has to be worth it. Like nobody's opening a grocery store. No manager's opening a grocery store because it's a pain in the ass. They're doing it because they know, like, yes, today we're gonna make a shit ton of money. And yeah. this is just this is just all part of it. And you know what? God bless these people for doing it. Like, and it's not easy. So, and plus, like for me for Christmas Eve, like I never do anything until nighttime anyway. Yeah. What do I care if I had to go work till two? You know, like I don't. Yeah, care. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the way I am with holidays in general. Well, I mean, uh, I'm not saying that. I don't. I mean, I, truth be told, I don't really like the holidays that much because I I don't have yeah. a good time. Yeah. <laughs> So like if I like when I'm not working on like a holiday, like Christmas Eve, like I just kind of like just sit there and wait for like to go through the motion of like Christmas Eve night. Yeah, so it's better to be like out doing something or working or something. <laughs> yeah. Like quell that. I don't. I just don't have that much fun at family events for whatever reason. There you go. I guess I just gotta have to like tone myself down completely. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Yeah. Well, like I'm we were playing that hot dog. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm the master of Pictionary, but I was playing with my family, so I had to like not give like funny answers <laughs> yeah. or like answers. So like, I still won. I still crushed everybody, but I like limited my vocabulary because I had to keep it like family friendly. <laughs> this ain't no rated R Pictionary, boys. This isn't the raunchy one, kids. Yeah, not kids. I didn't mean to say kids. But uh, before you go, what's your favorite Seth Rogen movie? Uh, Pineapple Express. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, probably still knocked up for me, even though even though the Super Bad and Pineapple Express are probably better movies. Yeah, I think Knocked Up is still like my favorite. Yeah, even I though think, it's the best of the three. I think like I get away from Super Bad because just everybody loves Super Bad and like Pineapple Express. I know people like it, but it's more of like uh, like you know if you're around people that like Pineapple Express. Yeah, I saw it twice in the theater the same day. <laughs> I went and saw it by myself, and then Zach and I went and saw it at night. <laughs> and I lied and said I didn't see it yet. Oh, man. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because he was uh, like, did you see it? And I was like, no, I didn't see it yet. <laughs> yeah, he probably would have yeah, been like too nice about it. Like, no, that's not yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, I was like, no, I didn't see it yet. Let's go. <laughs> and I saw it by myself at Robinson, and then him and I went and saw it in Manac. <laughs> The Manaka Cinemark, which is like so much shittier than the Robinson one. Um, but yeah, but thanks for uh, thanks for being on. Thanks, dude. We're at the uh, two hour mark, two hours and eight minutes. Perfect. Or two hours and nine minutes now. And I think we talked about Seth Rogen for a good five minutes. That's good. That's how it should be. All about. That's how it should be. Yeah. Meander. Even yeah. straight road. Meander. <laughs> That's true. It's a nice incubus lyric. Even straight roads, meander. Even straight yoge, meander. Yoge got that belly, got that smelly belly. <laughs>
Did you know the song that I sent to be like the uh, end credits of Marty and Steve? Oh, yeah. The House of Stone and Light? Yeah, yeah. It would be the situation where it was like the credits roll and like when they put like the clips of the movies next to the credit. Yeah. And it's like there's a montage of all the horrible things that Marty has done to him. Oh. <laughs> I haven't thought too much about them lately, but I will. I'll start up a little bit more. My brother and I have gotten away from it, but I think I'm going to No, it's definitely, it's, it's definitely got to come, come crashing down here soon. <laughs> I can say, like, when, I, when I think about it, because that's still funny. But when I think about it, when I think of myself about it, because it's like in, when did it start? Like 2010, 2009? Yeah. Like, I can see why, like, why writers leave shows. Yeah. It's just like, it's <laughs> too much. <laughs> it's like, there's only so much you can do with, like, these characters. Yeah. You can't keep, you can't keep beating it. And unfortunately, Marty and Steve is a torch that can't be passed. No, it really can't. It's going to die the last time no, we say his name. How do you get, like, a fresh writer on board with that? You know? <laughs> Hard enough getting people to understand why it's funny, like the, outside of like five people that know why it's funny. Yeah, yeah. The the the, the arc when M- Marty turns on Steve will happen, and that'll be the end of it. Well, he already has, or no? Just no, like, like turns on him completely. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. I think that's whenever it ends. You, I gave you shit. <laughs> that's the best part. <laughs> I gave you sex. <laughs> sex. Nothing. <sighs> nothing funnier than sex. Giving it. Yeah. But I'll. Thanks for being on, man. I'll see you. Thanks, man. I'm excited for you to post it. I'm gonna yeah, put another processes it. So it seems like at home. I got oh, everything what? else. I just gotta. Yeah. Uh, since it's a since it's such a long episode, it'll take a while to process. But yeah, I'll put it on. Yeah, I got to put a new roof on the house tomorrow, so that'll work out. Oh, oh. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Deal City Con and then the uh, Bastard Beardist Irishman oh, nice. album, album release party. Yeah, dude. I've been hearing all about all about them on my favorite uh, local public music yeah, station. Her and I see them at the Irish Festival every year. They're yeah. releasing this album, so we're going to their uh, album release party tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. I've been hearing all about that. That's cool. Have yeah. fun. Thunderbird Cafe. Yeah, dude. I've heard all about that been, place. I've only been there once before. I saw the Blue Stones there, but I haven't been there in a couple of years. Yeah, it'll be fun. Cool. That, that's where I'll be. Steel City Con. Yeah. Yeah, Give me tickets. Where's my Uber? Yeah. Steve, where's my lift? I need an Uber. The one with the <laughs> eyelashes. I want the sexy Uber guy with the arms. Yeah, no, he wants like how the Uber cars have eyelashes. (laughs) I want want that one. Make sure my Uber has eyelashes. (laughs) And fake balls! Oh, yeah, like a car thong. (laughs) A car thong. That's a good invention. Do you remember that? I think I said that to you. Yeah, there's like some like message board from like the mid like 2010s that like some like yeah it was just like a big thong on like a Subaru Outback <laughs> before you I saw this funny picture on Twitter it was this uh, dude was being drugged through the sand oh. and like I guess he had like a boner so like there was just like, a big like <laughs> indentation in the sand for where they drug him <laughs> that's so crude 
And like the caption said, like, this is why she stays with him. And it was just like this huge, like, dent in the sand from his dick. But, uh, yeah. sand dick. Sorry, yeah. bitch. I got sand dick. I got but, sand. Yeah, I got some dick in my, th- or in my dick. <laughs> that would be pretty terrible. Good thing it's not possible. I know. Good thing the pee hole is very resilient, much like the Globella. <laughs> it's very yeah. resilient. You know what the Globella is? No. It's just it's the space between your eyebrows. Oh, get out. Yeah, it's called the Globella. That's cool. But no, yeah, dicks are pretty resilient, for sure. They get through a lot, and they're fine. Change the beginning of time, kid. Yeah. You can take down a man, but you can't. Yeah. And you can't bring a dick down. Yeah, like some guy, you're getting yeah, on a like, boat. You're getting on a boat, and he's like yeah. saying that to you. Yeah. He's like, "Don't worry, your dick's gonna be fine." <laughs> like some weird thing. But it's like that, or like giving people like uh, really obscure compliments. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, you would make a great nun. <laughs> like, yeah. Stuff like that. I like you see like yeah, a married, baby. great nun. You see a married couple, and it's just like you know they say that like married couples start looking alike. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's all I've got. Yeah, it's like yeah, married couples' boners sync up. Yeah. Like women's uh, cycles sync up, dudes' boners. But uh, mm. yeah. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go have a hot dog. Gotcha. Two minutes, two hours and fifteen minutes. We made it. Hey, personal best. Some That's people run time. some. Some people run marathons in this time. That's, this is like an entire lecture, a college lecture. Yeah, it'd be funny if, like, in like two hundred years, like, there's a whole bunch of kids listening to this. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is my Tuesday Thursday class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tuesday Thursday. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll see you. Thanks, man. I'll talk to you. Thanks for being on. See you, Steve. And as always, everybody, keep shaking his motherfucking knees. Keep it for Steve. Yeah. Steve, where's my lockbox full of hair? <laughs> crown oh, royal bag. A crown royal bag that says good yeah. ones. That's my wedding hose. Okay. Whatever that would be. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you. Smell me. Eh. Chain swinging, clang clang, and it costs a lot. Bitch, I'm always at the gala, yeah, and you are not bad as beat. Keep on going till you hit the spot. Whoa, I'm a big bag hunter with the bow. She got a big bed, never drop it low. Mama called me, and she happy with the grow. Never yeah. ever fall for it, honey, that's a no. Just pop the kidney about a million options. So the stock and the stop doing the green, and I'm rockin' the ring and the piece. I'm bumpin' that pot in the car, pretending I got all the eyes on me. Got a bad baby, and she's independent. Too many people older than me, they're seeking attention. When they want me back, I should've listened And the smell of the money My strangest addiction uh, She took for dick I let her lit I had to dip I'm on for fifth I'm a rich now I bought a whip I paint a paint It drive itself The fuck you think Yeah I'm rich now Hey little mama Yeah you heard about me I'ma pop you like a pea Yeah at a mommy Yeah I feel so hot Like I'm chilling on the beach Yeah baby in the sun Like the Teletubbies Sing along While I pop a ball Off of your chain Swinging Clang clang And it costs a lot Bitch I'm always at the Gwella Yeah and you are not bad as beat
best soups in the back of the place. But you gotta set the microwave to brown. <laughs>